Material Components. Episode 83, Old Friends, New Problems. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you for having us. Hi. Oats my goats. Hey, guys. I'm back, bitches. Um, <laughs> uh... This is a safe for work podcast. Remembering (laughs) that I am the first to go because I heard y'all talking shit about me last time. Uh, I am Olivia and I'll be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And before we get things rolling on tonight's session, of course, I would like to begin by asking you all the same question I ask most every time, and that is, do you remember what happened the time before last? I was going to oh. yell dragons really, really loud, but you, you, you cheated. So a lot. We brought our lot. boy back. That Yes. You did do that. Mm-hmm. Our big beefy boy. He is uh, a boy and yeah. he's made of beef. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, meeting, uh, maybe even a uh, congregation, you might say, of uh, um, the Jarashir. Uh, and uh, we learned some things from uh, Agni Brandbear. You did indeed. Uh, yes. At this convent gathering uh, town hall of the Jarashir? I don't quite know. What, uh, Olivia, please. Uh, what what would we call a gathering of the Jarashir? Oh, God. Uh, swarm. Murder. <laughs> God. What's a group of snakes? Is that like a, a den or something? Yeah. Oh, God, I knew that term for a while. Sort of and now snake I ball? A pasta ball. It's a Mm-hmm. A, yeah, yeah, a pasta ball. Snakes. Yeah, I was gonna say um, like Soiree. a mass, but it but it wasn't like structured enough to be. Uh, but leastways, you give well, that a group some of thought. a group of rattlesnakes is called a rumba, so <laughs> that's what it okay. was. It was, it was a, a rumba, rumba of the jar of sheer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so mote it be. <laughs> wow, that is canon. That is canon wow. now. And during this rumba. Uh, <laughs> You had endeavored to ask the Scaled Council, the leaders of the Jarashir, for aid in bringing your friend and mine, Judah Sunpalm, back from the dead after he's his life had been snuffed out by that strange pulsing which occurs every eight hours that seems to be affecting only the threadless individuals who are there to experience it. And... Two or three snake gods approve of Judas Sunpalm being alive. This is true. 
Because unfortunately, when the Scaled Council went to appeal to a higher power, that higher power usually comes in threes. But uh, this time, not so much. As only Shamron the Wise and Andrin Jinyi, the Changemaker, uh, revealed themselves during this ritual. It appeared as though Azitahaka has been kidnapped, godnapped, waylaid, delayed, is just busy. Who knows? He's working on a very hard crossword. <laughs> Sudoku. Um, yeah, and then also all four of the uh, Dahaka squad, as I like to call them, weren't there either. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the auger bearers, four of which were spiritually aligned with Ozzy Dahaka, as it were, uh, also were not there, though that was a deception that was only discovered after the god himself did not make an appearance. Bunch of holograms. Bunch of holograms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, after that, you did have a conversation with Agni Brandbearer where you learned some stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. He went to. Doo -doo 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 -doo, he went to Sigil. Yeah. Uh, did he meet the Lady of Pain? At the very least, he is aware of her existence. Right. Um, let's see. What else do I got here? Lots of notes. Lots of notes. Um, the living gate is a sentient barrier of some sort. That <laughs> seemed like a pretty big deal. I don't know. Um, yeah, you asked after that long, mysterious thing, MacGuffin, whatever it is, that were the last words of Jeremiah Payne, the living gate, and mm -hmm. Agni Brandbearer had some things to say, as too did two out of three Jarashir gods. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the, the gate, uh, we saw it in the uh, kind of sacred holy water, um, we saw a vision of it shattering into three uh, quasi-familiar objects. Uh, a book, a key, and a sword. Hmm. Indeed. Or at least three entities that were represented by those things. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Weird the objects. Strange. Coincidence, I'm sure. This is yeah, pure yeah. chance. Uh what I wrote down is this is the base of everything. So maybe not like pure chance. But yeah, it does. Like lots of things, the gods and triplicate included, are like reflections of this shattering, um, or like uh, echoes of this like platonic ideal of the living gate, in a sense. Yeah, the gods and triplicate are to the living gate as the Jarashir are to them, in a way. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then there's like all sorts, there's like a long line of representation of these three sort of ideologies, these forces, I guess. Um, yeah. It's all been numerology this whole time. Should, <laughs> yes. I won't be able to figure it out. No. That should have been one of my proficiencies. I am not that clever. Um, <laughs> it's been astrology the whole time. <gasps> won't be able to figure that one out. Elliot and I have been waiting for this moment. It's my time to shine. Ozzy <laughs> what's every, what's clearly a Scorpio. Time. I'm going to do everyone's star charts. Do you have anything based on the World of Warcraft lore? I'm good at that one. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. Wow, this Damn it. Time. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, on the plane of Azeroth, uh, no, because that is somebody else's copyright. For now, we are st- dealing strictly with uh, my own personal creations and stuff that's Wizards of the Coast adjacent. But that is neither here nor there because we are in the now, which brings us to the information you got from Agni Brandberger as Elliot just holds their mouth open as if to say something, but won't interrupt me because I just keep talking. He just keeps talking. Um, <laughs> we're good at it, too. It's, there was also... Uh, I just didn't... Th- I thought you were bringing us into, like, what we were doing uh, at the end of last session because we actually learned a... figured out a pretty other big piece of... Uh, Duff. <laughs> oh yeah? And what was that? Yeah. Um the uh the gist of it that I wrote down was um because there's a lot of like fucking red line redlining uh like string on my paper <laughs> fucking there is a rift to Cania somewhere in Stormhaven that Atticus Carter is cloaking from Zenerva along with his own self and presence. And uh, why is that important? I don't understand. <laughs> um, so it means that Atticus Carter has made a deal with Mephistopheles, who is Cherish's birth father. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, that's huh. it. I mean. Uh, that's all. We don't know for sure. That's inconclusive. There's no way. (laughs) Yes, you learned that the things you have been seeing where the cult is concerned all line up with the idea that somehow the cultists are acting like devils would in that when their bodies are killed, they are transported to a piece of hell that is yeah. in all likelihood here on the plane you are on hmm. uh because Perhaps otherwise you wouldn't have been able to scry Zener- or scry on lucrezia when you yeah. did yeah. right mm-hmm. perhaps uh underneath stormhaven who knows that is as good a guess as any yeah, I don't know. It might be easier to get underneath and... now that there's a giant hole, but I don't know. That Grawl doesn't know that. Grawl doesn't know anything. <laughs> We've established that multiple times. And the reason that we are reasonably sure it's Kania is because when Ozzy Dahaka dis well, well, when Ozzy Dahaka was not present at the uh, the Rumba, um, Tirza. Uh, did some divine I, sense. I was like, 
hey, this hole smells like yeah. cherish. Hey, this hole smells like cherish. <laughs> It's a bad sentence. Bad sentence. Well, that's a, that's a curse sentence. That's yeah. why I said it. Uh, and then my almost slip up of, and we know that that Ozzy Dehaka isn't an arch devil because, like, my dad's not Ozzy Dehaka, which would have been a bad thing to say out loud. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. But I probably could have kept you alive. Oh, who knows. What you do know is that there was an opportunity to maybe pry that little hole open and hop, skip, and a jump your way towards whatever was on the other side. But uh, you all chose the path of friendship, as those who you had come to aid still required your help. And so in closing that rift, you have closed that option off to yourself, at least for now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just delaying the inevitable at this point, but you know. That's really the subtitle of this podcast. <laughs> Material components, delaying the inevitable. <laughs> 14 episodes, single days at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, after getting all of that information, learning Oof. about the Living Gate, learning about how the Jarashir are maybe the inheritors of this idea of holding back not only things from outside the valley, but outside of reality itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should do some heavier recruitment. Well, that's kind of their mantle of responsibility. You're, I mean, they're trying. They're trying, and you're also very much aware that beings of higher orders have to observe certain rules. The number of which you're not quite it's been very frustrating dealing with gods and archfey and other creatures of extreme levels of power because they seem to be working under a rule set that you're unaware of. And that like they speaking won't tell in vagaries us. too. Yeah. yeah. Well that's yeah. probably part of it. Uh a lot of it's like figure it out for yourself, but it's illegal to figure it out for yourself. So <laughs> eh. figure it out, but don't so don't figure it out. But also here's else. a hint. But don't follow yes. the hint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching. Um, That's some Dumbledore bullshit of like, I didn't leave the door open. Or I don't know what happened over there. But at the very yeah, end, they'll show up and be like, I was watching the whole time. Yep. Here's the moral of the story. Um, Just as planned. Light you got me. But don't. Uh, <laughs> Same fucking character, basically. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and Shamron said something to Grawl before Grawl left. I don't know if we... It's probably not important. To, yeah, Nothing that happens to Grawl is important. It's fine. Yes, when a god oh. turns to you and says, we're going to have need of your services soon, it's probably nothing. Give a thumbs up. Traditional hobgoblin greeting. <laughs> but yes, that brings us to... You all, plus your friend Judah, having found your way back to the Guardian Guild war camp, set betwixt the infernal fortifications and where the the Jarshir have set up camp. You have requisitioned a tent, all for yourselves. It is a nice, cozy little place with a big meeting table in the middle, some cots for everybody, a lovely little cooking stove. 
and uh, you await the return of your companion, Camion, who hopefully should have your other threadless frenemy. Uh, Our trusted friend, Trusted Valor. friend and ally, Valor. <laughs> who would never betray us. Who would never betray you. Who's yeah. just good and little, pure. Our little bitch-ass soft boy. <laughs> there are multiple opinions, clearly. But yes. Which, have you, you told us about that yet? No. 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 And actually, Judah's the only one who sensed that something was up. And I'm not, like, saying that Cherish was glad he was dead, but... <laughs> she didn't really want to talk about it with him so <laughs> it was an accidental convenience okay then well speaking of judah he sits uh on a nearby bunk having just come back from the dead mm-hmm. um i'm glad, so glad he's alive i just don't so want to talk he's surrounded about my by feelings is uh-huh. that so bad God, yeah, a bunch I'm of friends 17. and cherish. <laughs> bunch of friends and cherish. <laughs> what here is evil indeed? Not me. It is about Just 17. <laughs> 7 in the evening as you find this moment of rest, if not relaxation. Uh, you don't know how long Camion is going to be in gathering up valor you know that the infernal fortifications stretch on for a good day and a half's worth towards the northern hills and without the use of one of those devil rides that valor has requisitioned uh getting to him on foot might be troublesome but uh camion seemed to be of the opinion that they were going to gather him up in short order so yeah you're not quite sure how long you're going to be waiting for So, are we going to process all the information we just received? Because it was like, it was like I was back in school, which I never really was at. Yeah. Living Gate being some kind of sentient. I mean, I guess, I guess it's in the name, huh? Living Gate. I really didn't think it would be that on the nose, or I, I didn't. Huh. What about you, Tirza? What do you think about all that? <laughs> uh, um. I'm I'm not quite sure yet. I'm I'm mostly just glad we finally got some answers. Yeah. Somebody was actually honest and open and forthcoming with us. I It's been a while. Yeah. First time in quite some time. It was weird. It's a weird feeling. I don't know if I like it. I mean, I I guess the only question left is... Why didn't he say anything earlier? Well, that, but... um, What do we do with this information? 
<laughs> no idea. Because <laughs> we don't really fully understand how it relates to what's happening in the valley yet. Or do we? I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, that's up to all of you. But we're dumb, Mike. And I'm my character is like the smartest one, but I'm also dumb. <laughs> well, well, we we he said that the rifts were are shatterings of the living gate. Kind of. Kind of. All right, I'll add kind. Of. When the living gate was destroyed. Or destroyed itself. Something in that vein. Unclear. Unclear. Oh, so it's... Wait, so it's not extant? According to Shamran the Wise and Andron Jinyi's vision, it seemed as though the Living Gate doesn't exist anymore. At least okay, not in the form so, it originally did. So that also brings into question what Tears has been seeing at the kind of power centers that... are connected to other planes. It seems as though whatever occurred in the aftermath of the destruction of the Living Gate left ripples. Mm -hmm. It does seem that, yeah, the reflections of it, like it still exists through its own shattered pieces in a way, it seems. Okay. So when we so then when we close rifts, what does that do to it? Or is it uh... Yeah, you're not sure. Hmm. Yeah. Though Something to consider would be that the Living Gate itself was a barrier between the multiverse and something else. Yeah. The right. holes you're closing are simply to other places within what is technically your reality. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. All different planes within our multiverse. Correct. Oh, oh, and I think I said this last time and I forgot about it and then also forgot to write it down um that these rifts that the the uh cult of dahaka fucking kids um the cult of dahaka and you know which is really just some asshole who made a deal with Mephistopheles um are either trying to harness that power to maybe open a gate to this beyond reality thing, or are just trying to encourage chaos so that maybe one will open. That was a theory that I think I said something about in the per not previous, but previous, previous episode. Or they simply think they can use the the powers of this other realm for their own gain it's hard to say yeah you haven't exactly taken a lot of time to 
uh, interrogate members. Well, of- the one time we did, it went bad. So <laughs> it went great. I don't know Honestly, what you're talking about. Both of the times we ch- we tried it, technically they both went bad. Because that one dude wouldn't talk, and so Grawl cut his arm off, and then Lucrezia mm. just said some mean stuff, and tears attacked her. I think it's time for a third try. We've grown a lot <laughs> as people. Three. Magic number. Magic number. Oh. We're now no third longer time's a charm. just going to instantly kill our prisoners. So that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's an improvement. We're going to talk to them. We're going to talk she to them. We're going to find out what their needs it. are. <laughs> Gotta be stronger than that, Tirza. Okay. This time, strong. this time, the second, the second time, it was fine. The second time, we gave that to you. Third time, you gotta have to show her some restraint there. No stabbing. Yeah, the ultimate motives of the cult as a whole and Atticus Carter specifically are still kind of unknown, and it definitely rings back to. <laughs> The original mission that the old mage set you all upon. Yeah, we kind of created our own mission uh, (laughs) and ignored what she said. It's bound to happen. It's true. We Um, just figured we'd keep closing up portals and eventually we'd figure it out. But, you know, we're kind of a team in it at this point. Like, right. Yeah. It's really her fault for giving us a mission in the first place. If you if you really think about it, yeah, she should have known this would happen. <laughs> I mean, she seems well, supportive of all of your endeavors thus far, regardless, even the murder. And honest, well, hmm. we may have found out about the rifts eventually because we were on our way to Zenerva's tower when we were first attacked by the cult. Right. So, if she hadn't given us anything, we probably would have. I mean, we, we probably would have honestly been more focused on the cult, to be honest. Yeah, they kind of went hand in hand, though. Like from what we like, the information that was provided to us by the cult was like, "Oh, there's cult members here. There's also a rift here." Ta-da. That's yeah. that was my impression of the old mage. I thought it's it was very good. good. Wow. Yeah, what a great. But that's, that's what Elliot yeah. was saying. It's like if they had just kept attacking us, we would have been like. What's a rift? Fuck, we don't care. Cults. These people are trying to kill us. What's going on? <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's blame anybody for ourselves. Sounds great. Um, so um, I'm blameless. That's definitely <laughs> not true uh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's Mr. fine. Mister Book Key Sword, who hasn't spoken up at all. <laughs> Have you not mentioned that? Is that not that's not common knowledge? I can't remember what we've is seen. We've seen we've seen at least two iterations of it, but I don't know if we've seen all. Y'all of it. We saw the key when we were in the dreamlands as different it's, people, which mm-hmm. we yep. don't remember. So you didn't okay, see. So it. I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. Then we've seen the sword, but we don't have. I don't think we've seen the book, quote unquote, at the Cotillion. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we did. Mm-hmm. It was because he it didn't was a take the sword; he took hip. it as the book. Oh, he did, didn't he? Hmm. Whether or not you realize that's what it was at the time. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows if that's what the... It was spooky and goth looking, so we should have figured it out. Uh, But I've also seen him turn his sword into a crossbow, so like, I don't know if I would have made that connection. Mm. That's fair. It certainly wasn't book, key, sword, crossbow. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, the vision had just gone on for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was girls thing. <laughs> and then creepy bug arm. Yeah. Ah, the last sign. Then yes. we would have, now. that's how we would have figured it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. The final one would have been a chicken wing and then oh, everything no. crystal clear, no, beautiful. Trash popcorn. Trash popcorn. Yeah, clearly. Those damn that's fucking pixies. <laughs> Uh, Judah is definitely uh, sitting off to one side as you're having this discussion. Uh, not necessarily contributing because he hasn't had much interaction with the cult. Right. Um, they seem to have been, and he'll bring this up, that they seem to be explicitly targeting the four of you for some reason. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, they were definitely they targeted us before we started dealing with their shit. So one of them's I got mean, a bounty. The, there's a bounty. There's a bounty. Yeah, there's the obvious Kenya connection. Are they trying to cash group. in on that bounty? I, Maybe not, but it, that could have very well have something to do with it. I mean, if they're under the like the sponsorship of. Mephistopheles. I don't see why they wouldn't just be like, "Yeah, go get, go get Cherish. I want that." But there's but, been individuals yeah. who are specifically targeting Cherish, and then there's the cult who's targeting all of us, right? Are they targeting also all the, of us, or are they targeting also, us to get the, to Cherish? We don't know. Well, the other part of that is that the other person who's traveling in our group, who's related to this whole Living Gate thing, is you, girl. <laughs> I'm just finding that out now. Okay. That's true. <laughs> there's and, no way any of us could no, have figured that out until there's no blame here. Ago. I just am pointing out the obvious like con the connections. And, oh. Yeah. And the the Kenya thing the, the bounty thing, I, I don't necessarily think that the bounty would be something that the cult would be trying to cash in on. Oh, I'm not because... saying necessarily cash in on, but like just because they can, why not? Like, like sending soldiers out under orders, kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. like it, it makes sense maybe from Asmodeus's side. Like, depending mm. on what the actual end goals of this cult are and the end goals of Mephistopheles supporting them, it could be something. Asmodeus could finally actually be worried that Mephistopheles is going to overthrow him for once yeah. in eternity. So this is a really good plan. This is a really good plan. Fuck, this is a good plan. Fuck, I need to kidnap that bastard's daughter. Fuck. <laughs> I'll be getting sent up though. Be like I've said before, this is a very safe for work podcast. This, this is all well and good and it, I think important for us to figure out a and maybe we're just not talking about the other issue until we have everyone together but we did we stayed here for a reason yes and it's to close this rift also Mike if the stuff I was saying just now was in character I wasn't using the full names of those archdevils oh Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Just scratching some things out. <laughs> okay. Well, 
putting those Cherish would be, all the timelines. I, I, I didn't realize that we were talking in character, and Cherish would be more careful than that. Okay. I, I, I wasn't. Didn't, knows. Yeah, I didn't either, but I'm assuming that some of this is what we are chatting about, yeah. or else we probably shouldn't be having this out of character discussion. This is the Spark Notes version of <laughs> yeah. our conversation. Sure. Good to know. So what is there to discuss? You know, figure out what we what we're gonna do. I think that for now, I mean, we should wait until Camion's back. Um, but we should start to think about how we're going to get to this rift. Hmm. I mean, well, I really through. like to know what other Cherish's plan was. Same. We have made a connection with the Jarashir. Um, so that's good. But there is still another force on the front lines here. And maybe Camion, no, sorry, maybe Valor is the key to that. Uh, much like Tirza is our bridge to the Jarashir, Valor could be our bridge to this infernal force. Um, what that will turn into and how that'll benefit us for getting down to the Amberfell mines, I don't know. But I mean, unifying even, these forces is probably going to be key. Unifying. Uh, that still might not be on the table fully, but if we could get both of them to... Cooperate? Uh, I just even push forward individually. They wouldn't even necessarily need to coordinate. But part of it is... Necessarily. But, but isn't part of the problem that we learn that perhaps the devils are not actually trying to win this at all? Well, that's where Valor comes in. If anyone can motivate them to action, it should be him, right? I mean, it seems that way. He's hypo hypothetically... They are here under his charge. I suppose it also Somehow. depends. It also depends on the nature of the deal that he made. You know, uh, it depends on how much sway he has over them. Exactly. As the hour kind of ticks by and you get closer and closer to. Uh, later in the evening, you have supplies delivered to you for food. Uh, rations are delivered for the most part. There is uh, some cooking utensils if you want to make something fancy. And um, by fancy, I just mean boil whatever rations you have. <laughs> yeah, um, I would like to. Uh, I would like to have cherish. Uh, and maybe with some help, uh, cut her hair. I'll do it. I could turn it into scissors. I I have scissors from my. Oh, you! I'll use your kit. scissors. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, but Grawl gets proficiency. Uh huh. His scissors. Oh, it's that's going to be true, very good. though. <laughs> very that's good at true, haircuts. Though. <laughs> In my objective uh, system of calculating our abilities. I'm just generally good at cutting things. Meat, hair, paper, all of it. 
you know, the big three. The big mm-hmm. three. Uh, I will say that, uh, yeah, the idea of black mithril shears cutting your hair, I don't know how, I just, simply putting that out there is, I don't know how that strikes you. It sounds metal as hell. Okay. Fuck yeah. This is the place to do it then. (laughs) Wait, how much knowledge is stored in my hair? (gasps) That's why it's so big. It's Mm. full of secrets. It's full of purple. Hair is full of secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, in the time you spend waiting, you could absolutely get a haircut. Okay. Uh, I don't know what like, Cherish's new do look like. Um, it's it's uh it's Cora's haircut from season three. Okay. Okay. What's 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 become colloquially colloquially known as the bisexual Bob. <laughs> Fair enough. So we're doing a bob. We're doing a bob. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I would like to turn my sword into a pair of scissors. Um. Sure. Yes. Got <laughs> all of that, and you maybe weren't gonna let him. <laughs> I don't know. Can There's... they be big scissors? Can They'd. They ha- big I think scissors? they have to be big scissors. Like, okay. like at least they're like they're like. Like she novelty shears. shears. They're like, shears of some kind. Yeah. 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 Like you would uh um snip like a ribbon in front of a building that's just like, Yeah, but they look metal as yeah. fuck. Uh well, because all the runes are along both blades. Um uh-huh. <laughs> Trish, ready for a haircut? Let's do it. Let's do it. And I'm just standing there laughing maniacally. All right. I changed my mind. <laughs> um, is there anything else anyone would like to accomplish while you are waiting around? Um, I, I, is Judah okay? Yeah. Uh, checking in with Judah, he is clearly exhausted. Turns out, coming back from the dead is a dreaming experience. Uh, he is shaken to his core by the experience, and he is excessively nervous about what's going to happen at 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I don't... I mean, I think we should all be awake at 10 a.m. I mean, you know, a couple minutes before 10 a.m., but we should all be awake for it. And Health 10 potions p.m. ready. 10 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe holding hands in a circle so that we maybe give each other advantage. <laughs> like sharing the infinity stone speaking on on your objective uh statistical analysis Mm -hmm. of our abilities would that give us any sort of advantage cherish you'll have to ask mike the man who lives in my head (laughs) hello i'm mike the man who lives in cherish's head yeah, I, I give two Maz and Mike live rent free in Cherish's head. Man, I can't believe it took this long to introduce this character. I, it's like, it's like Mr. Um, Mistleplick. You have to say his name backwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't, I am now suddenly wondering. I can't remember if my aura didn't work uh, when we used it, but you guys do know that standing near Tears of helps you out with things like this. It's true. true. At least emotionally. Um, yeah, how much, just... I think we were standing near you. I think I just rolled a one. 
so it didn't really matter yeah. what bonus. Yeah, I, 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 I just I could. <laughs> yeah, It'll help a little fair. bit though. <laughs> Um, yeah. If we were during this time period where we're waiting for Valor and Camion to show back up, how much time would you say that is? Uh, well, as the, the time ticks on, you're approaching 9 p.m. and there's still no sign of them. All right. So I just want to know how long, how many hours of reading I can get in. Well, so far, if you also take into account giving Cherish a haircut, I would and whatever discussions you're having, I would say maybe one. Damn it. Haircut Stop being so social. Stop being so social. Right. It's just part of it's 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 in my nature. I'm sorry. I'm a creature of friendship and socializing. You know me. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that uh something similarly bad happened to Valor. Do we? What do you mean, mean similarly bad? Oh nope, I can't check in with Camion. I mean, we can. Wait, no. Did we already use the pocket watch today? Both of the pocket watches that you have in your possession have been used to send yeah. sending today. <sighs> so, never mind. Really learn that spell. <laughs> we wait. Okay. I also would like to announce that as Grawl is cutting my hair, I am collecting the long pieces together in like a bunch. And when it's over, I stand up and press to digitate all the little ones if there are any so that they disappear. And then I put the long hairs in the little furnace and I'm like, hey, guys, this is going to stink for a minute, but. You really shouldn't let people get a hold of your hair, so <laughs> toss it in the fire. OK. Very good. Any would-be thaumaturgists out there will not be having Cherish Iron Strike's hair this day. No, indeed. Writing down on my character sheet here, good at haircuts. <laughs> you have proficiency with haircutting, so long as you are using your transformed greatsword. It looks Sentient silly as weapon. heck, though. <laughs> I don't know how you add your charisma modifier to cutting Cherish's hair, but you you do it. I will say you do not have proficiency in styling, so the cut is good. But uh, I don't have any. I don't have any product with me. I got true. spit. Yeah, you can't transform the sword into. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Prestidigitation works. Yeah. So yeah, as you wait, the time presses on quickly to nine thirty now. Grawl, do you stick with your book? Yeah. Okay. You could probably get another hour in before the 10 o'clock chime starts. How many? And just a reminder, how many hours did I need? 48? 48. Campaign's going to be over by the time I finish this fucking book. You're, <laughs> again, you're absolutely, this is all y'all's fault for teleporting straight down here. Yeah, the perfect opportunity to just sit in Ferrium's here for a couple of days and recuperate. But no, straight to the blood war. Well, we wouldn't even have that because Grawl would have insisted on going to kill a cop Aeon. I could have gone. I had I had the backing of <laughs> Ferrium's here. Yeah, I was, I, we didn't need you. Hang out. Just take a nap. But you cool. couldn't have read the book. <laughs> what book? So as you press on... 
gets to 940. 950. I think Cherish will kind of peek out the front of the tent, try and see if she can see him with the dark vision. The camp around you is relatively quiet, though there are plenty of people patrolling. It seems as though, despite the fact that the daylight situation outside doesn't really change, people here are still sort of sticking to a day-night cycle that makes sense to their bodies. In the distance, though, you can still hear the low rumble of warfare happening between devils and demons. But here, at least, uh, it's relatively quiet. And there's no sign of Camion or Valor. I hate to say it, but at what point do we assume that something happened and we go out and try and find them? Sid, Sid, where do we look? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm literally, I'm asking you right now. I, I where, where would, how? Well, I, I mean, if we, uh, if we wait until morning, we'll get the pocket watch charge back and can ask. But if they're not here by morning, that's that means something has gone terribly wrong. Also, Mike, sorry, what 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 time did you say it was? It's like nine fifty, isn't it? So it's almost 10. Yeah. Wow. Correct. And I mean, but the worse. other thing is, is that we're not, we're not at full strength. You know? Yeah. I could go for a nap. Do we know that we'd be able to help if there was something wrong? No, I guess not. Judah would say, Camion said they were bringing Valor back. That is what they'll do. Camion is very, very capable. Just don't like waiting around. 9.55 as you glance again at the pocket watch. I'm, I'm just... Could we ask any of Devils, where he's at? Just... I mean, we'd have to get to the camp. Right. That's... The camp itself, the, at least the edges of it, isn't that far away. It, the fact of the matter is just that it stretches for miles. Yeah. Would they be amenable to us wandering in? I mean, I... do we... Do they look like demons? I have no idea. I don't... You know at the very least that the Guardian Guilds and the Devils have been working in some manner of cohesion. You witnessed that when you first arrived at Fort Verge. Mm -hmm. Was it a winged devil that kind of... uh, did a... circling us, yeah. No, I'm a winged devil that when I was leaving the camp... Gave me a mini supplication. I don't know. Yeah, it was what's called horned devil, and they have horned devil. Yeah. So I'll kind of tersely admit to that. I don't know how far that goes, or how far up or down in the hierarchy that would go, but 
I seem to be afforded some kind of respect. Nice. And Maz would say in your head, the one thing devils are good for is recognizing their own hierarchy. It is 9.59 and there's still no sign uh, of our friends. Right, everybody huddle up. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say Tirza will subtly kind of center herself at the middle Let's of keep the Keeping an eye on Judah. Yeah. Judah's yeah. Like yeah. close as hell to Tirza. Tirza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do yeah. that group hug. Yeah. You know what? It's time yeah. for it. Yeah. That's Heels awesome. All Oh, we're we uh well ten o'clock group hug time. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Schedule. You haven't, you haven't been hanging up every it's eight hours. We gotta have a group hug. Mm-hmm. And as you get close, wow. and the seconds tick by on your pocket watches. There's a nervous silence that fills the tent as the last ten seconds tick by. The only sound in the distance is the low. Whoop. Boom, 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 of infernal war machines. And then the time comes, and I need everyone to give me a charisma saving throw. I don't know why. I was just hoping, like, this time, you don't have to. (laughs) Your power has friendship. You you solved my my hug riddle. You said charisma oh saving throw? Yeah. Charisma saving throw. Huh, interesting. It was a it's charisma saving throw last time. It was, was it? Always, I don't remember. Yeah, it always has been. Hmm. Do we not actually get bonuses to this? You get tears as uh, aura bonus. What, what do we add to it? Tears. Oh, God. It's wait. a plus two. <laughs> it's a plus two. Okay. Oh, oh, a- oh, tears. Oh, no. Uh, well, you know. That's pretty good. All right, I should probably look at only once. Here's a how many times do I have to pick you up off the ground? You're the tank. You're the tank. So, what are our totals? Oh, oh no. buddy. Jeez. Oh, buddy. It's always got to be one. one. <laughs> only one of us, apparently. You used. Uh, your... I'm real tired, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used your aura so hard that you you you. You left the order for yourself. Uh, I got a 19. 21. 29. Yep. (laughs) Shit. 19 plus 8 plus 2. Fuck yeah. Judah's okay, right? Warlock. Yeah, how's Judah die if Judah's okay? Yeah, yeah, Judah. Uh, (sighs) We already failed. All right, that's fine. We're not going to do it again. So... What were our totals? Sorry, one more time. I mean, uh, Tears, I got the one. I'm, I'm, I was distracted by my own machinations. That's fair. Uh, 21 for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 29 Nin- for Grawl and 19. And 19 for me. Okay. 29. Grawl fails. Grawl feels nothing. <laughs> Grawl's got gas. That's what it is. 29, yeah, that's the only thing. Huh? I, just, I just need everybody to know that that's, I still technically got a 10. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. Do you want Tirza to make this save? Uh-huh. Okay. Does our group hug work? Where is Weirdly? your sword right now? Uh, it... It probably would have been uh on my back. Okay. Good. Yeah, because I probably wouldn't have dismissed it while we're all so, waiting. What everyone else sees, what Grawl would not see, is... Oh, what everyone sees, including Grawl, is tears are beginning to choke on water. Dark water flooding up out of her mouth, out of her nose, in the same way Punch. that... Judah and Sid keeled over earlier in the day, drowning in some dark waters. What you all, except for Grawl, see is a flash of blue-gray light erupting from his back hmm. along the blade of his sword. Hmm. Perhaps and the new runes. Tirza, there's a moment yes. where you feel like you're being dunked in a vat of icy cold water. But then just as soon as you enter and you feel it beginning to suffocate you, there's a tugging sensation at the back of your skull, at the base of your spine as you are jerked as though a, a puppet on a string up and out of the water. And huh. While you all see tears of falling to her knees, choking and coughing and vomiting up black bile-like water, uh, the gray-blue light fades from around Grawl's sword. Uh... Tirza, are you okay? Yeah, Tirza, like, <coughs> like, like hitting her back. And Judah's immediately there, trying to help. Uh, I'm fine. Uh, Grawl's got like health potions ready. He's ready to go. No, I think. Uh, I. What happens? That is an excellent question. Yeah. What? Here, sit sit down. I'll kind of direct her towards one of the bunks. Uh, she probably actually like f like collapsed to the ground and is will just like yeah, kind of drag herself over to lean against one of them. I. Uh, I. Um, I was drowning, and then something, it, it was like, uh, it was like being pulled on a thread. Girl, why was your sword glowing blue and gray right. during that at the same time? I don't know. It ate a scarf. Sorry, a stole. And then I got those. I don't know what they do. 
their new runes? Yep. Are they in... Perhaps. When did you eat a scarf? It's a stole. The inevitable. Yeah, those while we were in. Uh, I just don't think that we saw... I don't think that we saw Grohl cut the stole. I think we were running. We were all fighting. Yeah, we were all there. Oh, no, no, that was that was in, in character. I remembered. I just wanted him to say it out loud. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh okay. Just in case. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Mike, can I read the runes? Pull out your sword and glancing down, you see the last of the blue-gray light fading off of the runes. Kind of in... A similar fashion to where if you expel the uses of the the powers these runes give you, they sort of fade at least for a little while until they recharge. Mm-hmm. But I can't like you cannot read these particular ones. No, but okay, it is that's what I thought. Yeah, it is specifically those runes that are uh, glowing. It's uh, their power is waning even now. But yeah, those were the ones that exploded with light. Okay. okay. So, like, Judy and I, like, even earlier today, I mean, I guess you weren't right there. I'm not going to blame you for that one. You, you. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Like, I don't know how that just happened. It's. Hmm. So there's. Like, trust me, I, I wish that was 100% me. I would have done it for you, and I would have done it for Judah. I don't know what that was. It's true. Perhaps it's some sort of magic that helps an inevitable be an inevitable? Some kind of healing, resurrection thing? Um. Get out of... Was there a visible thread, or does it, she did Tirza just feel as if though she was being pulled by just a string? Because I, I, I wouldn't have been head. able to see it. Well, yeah. no, I no, I mean like us standing there didn't see a no. string. Okay, okay. the only thing have you we... all saw was Tirza keeling over and vomiting up black water. Have we felt that sensation before? I know we've uh, when we make the charisma saving throws there's like a tugging from our solar plexus but from the back you, of our but y you and cherish have yes when i have yeah. pulled you back by your threads before <laughs> right i don't know Doesn't if you feel a tugging it. sensation but i've certainly or are you guys the threadless this doesn't right we right we're the threadless right when we when we go to the squished astral and uh ethereal plane mm. we don't have threads we're able to interact with all of the frozen things there well i mean not interact with the frozen things obviously it's very difficult but we're able to be there and exist and we can we, we can ambulate and stuff we like can that, ambulate yeah. ourselves yeah but there's something about these other in between places this the 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 kind of well i mean gateway between whatever the rings were in Blue Gulch that were also able to exist and move in the squished places that at the, the gazebo that went wherever mm. that 
So it was able to pull us back while we were still in transition by our threads, presumably. And same thing at Fair Ames here. But I thought we were threadless. Well, were you listening to the first part I said? No, I zoned out. Sorry. Okay. So the... (laughs) Right, the ethereal and astral planes are squished. Yeah, they're they've been combined somehow mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, sigil is also empty. I did note that there's yeah. something about that too. Um, okay, I rolled a concentration right. check and I'm paying attention. Um, we put so, Sid's blinders on his head. He's very focused. Yeah. <laughs> it's a study but, so when we're there, we can move and mm-hmm. we can act. But the people there that we see are frozen and they have threads coming out of the back of their heads. Right. Going up towards infinity. Right. Right? Yes. 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 Now, when you and I were at the gazebo with Tirza and we picked up those rings and we went somewhere almost, Uh there was a moment where, according to Tirza, that... She was able to see our threads and pull us back. Wait, so the threads only appear when you're going to a different plane of existence? So like the rings taking you to someplace else and the tree taking you to someplace else? Or maybe it's just... Other than that, they don't appear? Maybe it's just our threads aren't attached to... Wherever everybody's threads go, maybe ours just aren't attached, but we still have them? And they're... And Mike, correct me if I'm wrong on this. And they're different. They don't. They don't look like other people's, do they? They're like a different. I, f- I feel like they're a different color. Yeah. Every. The the silver cords that you've seen in the astral ethereal hybrid plane were, at least somewhat, explained to you by the old mage. Everyone who's in the astral plane should have what's called a, a silver cord. It's what tethers yes. you back to your body on the material plane. Mm-hmm. You all don't. No. For whatever reason. The threads that you latched on to, Tirza, weren't silvery cords. They were vibrant colorful they seem to be representative of the individual not necessarily Mm -hmm. just a a general silver cord per se whatever it was you grabbed onto you don't think it was one of those yeah some sort of lifeline you don't know it's a good name for that i'm calling it that now so i i think we're still I think us being threadless doesn't necessarily can coexist with us having these other things. <sighs> I mean, and it, and it, and we don't know about, and you know, we we don't know what Grawls. Well. We s- wait. My situation is uh, complicated. It is very complicated because you do have a core, a silver cord. But just not when your sword is out. Yeah. Yeah. 
because my theory, my theory about Sid and Tirza and I is that that we have at least some kind of you know uh, important and very near connections to other planes of existence. I yeah you're from Kenya. Seed's entire bloodline is from wherever the, the elves uh, came the, from. The, the and Feywild? The, yeah. Yeah, and Tirza, I don't know specifically what your bloodline is, but the Jarashir hopping all over space and time and fun stuff. So, you know. Apparently. Uh, yeah. yeah. Weird. Weird. The, that's why that would be innate. Yeah. Me I don't know because I don't and especially things. because I don't and I guess maybe the I guess the theory makes sense with Camion but the old mage Valor. has a thread and she's also got some weird extra planar stuff going on and, and I don't know would say, what Judah well my minotaurs are descendant from uh, demons. It's metal, dude. But then, uh, but yeah, and freaking what's his face? Um, this isn't in character. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the guy that we totally fucking abandoned. <laughs> yes, Canaeus. Canaeus. Uh, <laughs> and then also some other rando. Yes, but that's because he was in the pool. Yeah. That didn't have anything to do with him. Uh, yeah. That had to do which with where he was. Which is why I was sort of I sort of thought that my theory about extra planar involvement had uh, I mean Canaeus is extra planar. Yeah. But again, I don't know what Camion's connection would be. I don't know how Judah's connected to it because I'm pretty sh- I'm almost positive that um the other what's his face. This is also is not in character. God, as soon as people Arbidon? leave my Arbidon, as soon as people leave my like eyesight, they're gone. I don't. They, I don't dead. know who they they're, are. They might as well be dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's not no, all people in in Sid's bloodline have this connection. Not all Minotaurs. Yeah. Not all Jarashir. It There has to be something. Something. Else. Something more. To hey, it who knows? Else. Who knows? Maybe it's not a bloodline thing. I I have no idea. I'm just spitballing here. No, I. The associations make sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of bloodlines come from other places in the valley. That's sort of the point of the valley, right? Yeah. Everyone here originally came from somewhere else. Except Pyrescale. Another theory? Pyrescale. God, I hope he dies soon. Yeah, man, I really hope he's like me- mega dead. Yeah, but I hope it's yeah. me that does it, you know? Yeah. Because, like, yeah. that goes right. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. I mean, you usually get the killing blow anyway, so. That's true. So I'm sure I. Kill stealing I... piece of. I mean, you're, you're great. You're great. So. I'll just need to kill faster. I don't, I don't know. I do one thing, okay? I will not apologize for that. I, I will not another... apologize for art. <laughs> I have another theory, but I'm not really sh- sure if it holds water. I hey hey, have you heard any of my theories? Let's hear it. Come on. 
my other theory is that the the threadless are maybe not right now, but are supposed to be avatars of different gods in various pantheons, but it's more ah, of a the divinity feeling. original sin theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> quick, everyone, stop what you're doing. Let's go play that really quick, easy game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Busted out in a few hours, I'm sure. It's very good, though. God, the game's good. So is the second one. Anyways. But I don't have much to connect that to. It's where did you know, that just seem? Where did that idea come from? Like. Well, why why would that pop well, up? Well, I started thinking about it when we learned about all that McGlubiet stuff. And oh, now right. <laughs> Geralt obviously uh. isn't an avatar of McGlubiet, mostly because of Mott. Literally entirely because of Mott. Um yeah. but if Mott is somehow divine I Define divine. I know, right? Right. Uh, (laughs) Right. It's literally, is, you know, literally a god. Right, but how does one attain godhood, really? Like, that's the thing, is what's the difference, what's the difference between, you know, Maglubiet and the, you know, the Fae Council? Tirza is staring into the camera like fucking Jim from the office. (laughs) Like, whatever. (laughs) I mean, we just saw that, like, sorry, I mean, sorry, Tears. I'm not saying that they're not, I mean, they're divine, right? When you, when you do your powers, they are divine. I'm not saying they're not because it's imp- empirically true, but. What, what if it has something to do with our specific, uh, 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 why am I forgetting the name of the thing? Forge bonds. Thank you. Jesus. Um, I'm a dragon for one week and I've I've forgotten everything. (laughs) Um, You're always a dragon. Plot of the main campaign. Oh, yeah. You you figured it out. You cracked my code. Um, Yeah. What if it has to do? That's also very possible. Um, when When we were standing in the pool, there were two other people standing in there with me. In the reflection. In the reflection. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. I don't think you oh. caught it by then. No, 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 no. There was a different... Sid and I went down to the pool before, the day before. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. Just twice. He, he he definitely saw something different. Did I, did, did I only see my reflection in the pool? I don't remember, because I remember asking the question, but maybe I've blocked out nothing that's right cool it was mm-hmm. even oh, cooler yeah. you, you saw the oregon oh. duck symbol and i was like oh um, yeah i was like i remember it being Beavs. creepy and horrifying but i couldn't remember exactly yeah, what it same. was good good oh, good right. good i saw nothing in the pool uh, <laughs> oh no now i need like 10 minutes to process that again <laughs> fuck um, <laughs> That's very true. That's very possible because we know that you're that Lucidian um, noted that Stormpiercer 
sounded exactly like a ghost that he saw with your mom. Right. And Maz has been um, experiencing some things that neither of us can explain. I don't think I was a ghost. We know Stormpiercer. You're a sword. What do you think, Stormpiercer? Give we're all throwing out conspiracies here. What's your what's your best bet? I think I am the divine embodiment of all swords, distilled into the perfect <laughs> blade. I mean, honestly, so you're the god of swords. Much, I mean, makes as much it, sense as anything else we've said. It's a very beautiful and very well balanced and well made sword. It's yes. very possible. The, the tang is almost the full width of the blade. That's gold filigree laid into the handle. <laughs> Why do I remember that quote? My God. But in all seriousness, clearly there is some connection between my former wielder, Sid's mom, and me as I am. This has been troublesome of late. Right. I do not remember being her sword. I remember Sid. I remember not being able to speak as eloquently as I do today. I remember stealing to survive. I remember the feeling of shame that that built within me. Knowing that Sid was destined for greatness, but unable to communicate that fact. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, Stormpiercer wasn't able to. Are you talking about before I stole the sword back? Or. Apparently. Because I didn't. And I think he also, and you kind of also mean back when Stormpiercer was all in deeds and regrettables. Also that. There was a good chunk of time where you're still living on the street and you had Stormpiercer. You know. Yeah. Hmm. But ever since Sid's father said that name. Storin. Storin? How do you say that? I'm not sure. I think that's right. I do not know. It feels as though something is missing. I cannot place it. I feel diminished in some way. Though I did not know I was missing that piece of myself until I heard that name. When we were closing the rift up, by Fariams here, you were singing in a language you didn't recognize. Yes, that was really weird. Do you remember what you were singing? Not necessarily the meaning, but the the words? No. I remember Hmm. the first part, though. The meaning. Oh. It was a song to banish nightmares. Okay. Stormpiercer, do you remember anything about going to the Dreamlands? It's curious. Mm, can't say that I do. And Interesting. from your shoulders, Tirza Sadagar has got this frustrated grumble. 
Tirza, does your cloak remember anything from the dreamlands? Cherish, does my house. And Sadagar, like, dings with the affirmative. Yeah. I mean, I remember he was buoyant when I woke up. I assume that means he does. And yes, he... He confirm confirms is confirming. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll say this out loud for everyone's benefit, but um, and Maz has, and I guess Stormpiercer as well have confirmed that our forge bounds are able to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean. Maz, can you ask Sadagar if he remembers anything about the Dreamlands? Would would he I mean he does? No. Well, no. So. And I, if I could, yeah, like, would he be able to communicate more eloquently with you than he is with Tirza? Here's my idea: we go back, and I talk to them myself. I don't know how that solves any problem right now, but it seems like a good idea Fun. based on the eyebrows that just got raised by our DM. So, you know. I guess was... that was dangerous and that we shouldn't do it ever again. Yeah, how is that easier yeah. than just Maz talking to Sadagar? I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of mental block on memories or something. I don't know. Magic exists. Shit's weird, man. That's true. Shit that is weird. true. Yeah. Increasingly more and more weird, yeah. The old man does not speak much. It costs him something to speak with words rather than emotions. Hmm. Fair enough. Me too, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maz says that it's it it's difficult for Sadagar to communicate in words that it, it costs something. That, oh. That's true of our communication as well. Right. Yeah. So Sada, basically, Sada didn't just talk at all. Right. When he's spoken to me very briefly. N- uh, no, in the Dreamlands, there was no verbal communication. Oh, Sadagar talked a lot. Oh no, he talked a lot. I, I called you my boy. And was all creepy. That's why you. Oh, didn't that's like right. Him. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't okay. creepy though. Yeah. He just was we looking for back. you, and he found you. <laughs> we need to go back with a new directive, which is remember all of your shit, so I can figure out what's going on. And how do we do that, girl? I I don't I don't I don't know. I really don't know. We don't we have don't... the insight. Hey, wait. No, we figured we out how to do incense? it. Check the bag. I have incense. Okay. I'm sure we so could get we could some just, from the jar share. We could just do the very bad w- version of it that we did with the mayor, I guess, where we didn't get eaten by those ogres. Grawl, give me a insight check. That's not good. Nope. Tears a. What? What did you roll? 
what it, I got a one, Mike. Oh, I got okay. a one. Yeah. Uh, on something that probably could have helped us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Etsuko might know. What's that? Etsuko might know. I'll I'll call her. I'll 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 send her. I'll send her a message if any oh. any any. I, oh. uh, I, tomorrow we could do it. We don't have time for it right now, of course, because we have to sleep and get our HP back. But you know, HP. I don't know what that uh, is. Did I go? In, did in, I not go yeah. over that with you guys? I think I was talking about it yeah, to Grawl yeah. when he was cutting my hair. Uh, right, right, right. right. Um, the objective system, right? Yeah. Right. There's so many rules to follow. Yeah. Uh, mechanics. Is that what you remember? People are Most complicated. Of the time, um, yeah, Cherish was explaining how really cutting just... off hair doesn't actually reduce hit points. Yeah, you you should uh, you should make up sheets for us and hand them. To us. I would I should, write, remember I should write like a bunch of like three hundred page books about it. <laughs> Some sort of cheat sheet would be wonderful. Perhaps an electronic let's, let's get interface. D&D. That's easy to use. I don't know. <laughs> what time is it now for us, Mike? Universe. <laughs> closing in on ten thirty. Okay. Yeah. Should we? I mean, we have to wake up at six again. Yeah. I'm. I feel bad, but I don't see how much good we can do looking for them right now. We'll be better equipped to handle whatever's going on once we're rested. So we should go to sleep. And take watches? Probably? We're in the middle of a camp. Still. Probably fine. Um, did Arbidon come down here with us? Arbidon is presumably somewhere amongst the camp. Last you saw him, he was getting patched up at the healer's tent and yeah. uh, he helped you get Judah's body away from there. Right. And I'm trying to remember it. Arbidon is a rift, rift keeper, correct? Arbidon is a rift keeper. He is also a member of the Bark Watch. Mm-hmm. So Arbidon would theoretically have a watch. Correct. In fact, you know he does. Because we've used it. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Was it Arbidon? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we, haven't, we were doing we the Darren Dunn thing. We could, we could find him. We could check in with them today. I, I just need okay. to know how, how how they're doing because no, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. That should take us what? Hopefully five minutes. So you want to go try to run down Arbidon? Yeah, I wish I would have thought thought of it sooner, but you know, hindsight's twenty. Okay, uh, who is all going on this escapade? Uh, Judah is going to stay behind. He's going to say somebody should oh. stay. Well, he was planning on going to sleep. Yeah, fair. I'm just going like, want to keep an eye like, on Judah. Yeah. No worries. I can do it by myself. I'm doing okay. Right. Like relatively speaking. I I mean I'd also like like to know where 
I'm just saying, if Again, no one is, the... is willing to stay with Judith, that's fine. I'll do I it. I don't need a babysitter. Yeah, we're also I know you don't need a babysitter. <laughs> I'd also like a nap, and this is my way of getting a nap, Judith. Got it. I see. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. Um, anyone who wants to join me is more than welcome to. Anyone who doesn't want to, that's fine, too. Uh, that doesn't really bother me. I will stay here in case Camion and Valor show up. Great. That way they don't wake up Judah, because the man needs a nap. And three of you will go search for them in case they don't show up here. Split the party. Hmm. What could go wrong? Nothing. I mean, we do it all the time. Yeah. So. Works out very bad. well. Nothing bad happened today when we did it. I don't remember that. Feels like it was a month ago. So, as Cherish, Tirza, and Sid strike out into the camp in an attempt to find Arbidon to try to get a, a bit of communication to at least check in with Camion, Grawl and Judah stay behind to hold down the fort and get a nap. So, Grawl, are you going to sleep or are you staying up reading? <laughs> How much time can I get reading my book and get a full rest? Probably three hours. Yes. Doing that. <laughs> okay, because if they're not back in three hours... Yeah. Then I don't know. Yeah. You will have <laughs> yeah, been probably. gone for a full eight hours. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> three hours. So I'm gonna be so smart so soon, guys. It's gonna be Sid, <laughs> Cherish, and Tirza. What is your plan to try to track down Arbidon? Um, Arbidon. So are the what? Oh, there he is. Uh, are the cool. are Did the it. are the are the tents of the different guardian guilds? Are they marked? Like, oh, this is kind of where the Bark Watch are, and this is kind of where the Lock Wardens are. Not in so many words, but some quick observation will sort of give you a general idea of who's pitching where. Uh, you've got the general tents, like the, mm -hmm. the mess tent and the, the medic's tent. Uh, the personalized tents of the different Guardian Guild members are pretty distinct insofar as any of the edge masons are gonna have like one person lean to ramshackle kind of shitty tents that they've clearly brought for themselves and themselves only boy the scout wardens, tents the lock warden <laughs> tents are just covered in nets like why are they covered in nets what are you guys doing the lock wardens <laughs> that you've seen actually don't have tents they seem to have dug out wells within the camp and made little cisterns that they can come in and out of. Nice. Weirdos. They're cool with dipping in that water? That stanky swamp? I, whatever. That's the hey, thing is they're fine. making these wells that they're creating fresh water for people to drink. And they're swimming in it? You don't know. You just know they're down in these little wells keeping the water purified. How they do that is a question for another day. I'm not drinking that. Then not drinking there's that. not much you can drink. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Well, 
I mean, I can help out with that part. I got you, girl. Yeah, we hey. got a bunch of booze in her uh, bag of yes. booze. Also true. Oh, Not what I oh. meant, but all right. Sit it. Favorite character. Yeah, the best <laughs> ideas. The Bark Watch have kind of set up long, multi person tents. Uh, and here and there, you'll see the odd tent that is made for more uh, communal space. Um, there's also one or two for Haven Guard members, but there's not much presence in the way of Haven Guard here. Yeah. So I guess if we're kind of around some Bark Watch tents, if there's anyone outside at this point, um, we could ask around for Arbidon. Okay. Give me a persuasion roll. Okay. And if somebody wants to assist... I, I shall assist. assist. Okay. Oh. Have advantage on that persuasion roll. Great. Uh, can I roll I've... percentage to see if any of these people are secretly dragons? No. Damn it. Because I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Grawl is here to help you with my nat 20 for helping. Ooh, I rolled two 17s. Doesn't Weird. Help anybody. Uh, right. So I that's 24 20 for non dragons and. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 28 for secret dragons okay. well, just in case <laughs> unsure about the draconic nature of the individual that you uh, talk to it is a large uh, very hairy humanoid you've seen their kind at Enclave before they mm-hmm. are people with a, a bit of beast in them uh, wear touched shifters. Yeah. They have a bunch of different names. But this individual who is kind of knocking together uh, arrows by a, a, a campfire, you ask after Arbadon, and uh, they get a, a little bit of a, a smirk on their face. Uh, oh, oh God, I forgot. <laughs> I, was, I forgot I was about his ask. ritual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he might not be in his tent. <laughs> Guys, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I think Cherish asks that, and like she sees the smirk coming on the the folks' face, and like as the sentence is sort of <laughs> like falling oh, out, man. like the end of the sentence is drifting off. She's like, "Oh, oh, I forgot." And they'll say, "Oh, so you know him then?" Yeah, yeah, we're good friends. Uh. Ah, uh, try the medic tent. That was the last place I saw him. Okay, thank you. It's a weird place to do it, but all right, let's go. Yeah, I mean it's probably empty by now. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Blood war. Blood war. It's never empty. It's never ah! empty. Heading that way, you would eventually learn that Arbadon suffered a pretty serious shoulder wound during the battle. Uh, last you saw him, he didn't have the use of his left arm. Oh, that's true. That's right. true. I forgot about that. Um, and uh, you learn why uh, that shifter was maybe smirking a little bit, because as you speak to the doctor, who you've met before, uh, Tirza. Um, Riley. Yeah. Who is there and looking exhausted. Um, they are... Uh, apparently, they told... Uh, Arbadon to lay off his uh, pre-battle ritual, which is apparently an all-night thing here in the Blood War, because every day is a day to go into battle. That's true. (laughs) I just love that everyone knows. 
<laughs> Everyone knows. It's like, awesome. who's it going to be tonight? <laughs> We're all waiting <laughs> to find out. <laughs> uh, but he, God, was told to, he was told to lay off. Uh, and by that, he means don't, lest you stress yeah. your shoulder wound. <laughs> Because apparently when the doctor says lay off, Arbidon's first response was, ah, thinking about it. <laughs> Sex? Yes. <laughs> Please. I will do the sex. <laughs> sex often. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um... Someone already make the God. Austin Powers sex, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just want to... Okay, good. Good, good, good. Just covering all our bases here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, you are eventually pointed towards a tent that uh, apparently he is sleeping in. Oh, he's asleep. And, uh, yeah, when you get there, you hear some, like, <laughs> coming from inside. Would it be oh. unethical for Sid to just sneak in there and grab his pocket watch? Yes. Just understand. wake him up. He can go back to bed. He's what the fuck? She's recovering from a very serious it injury. It would probably be nicer to not wake him up. Maz will say, then it will take you an hour to attune to the watch. Oh, shit. True. It would take an hour to attune to the watch. Oh, thank no. you, Maz. I mean, also, that is kids. a bad thing to do to a friend. We <laughs> <laughs> would give it, but that's fair. Okay, well, let's see if, if we can wake him up. Yeah, we'll do our best. Uh, Just punch him. It, it, Just it takes punch some. Him. It takes some doing, but eventually, you can wake Arvidon up. Uh, he'll he'll come up swinging. Ah, oh, demons! Oh no! <laughs> oh, just you cherish. Okay. Ah. He, hmm. Could I uh, press to digit? I, I'm just being reminded of a friend of mine who uh, would would not wake up unless, uh, if not for one of two things: one being the smell of bacon, and two playing, uh, putting earphones in her ears and playing the Barbie Girl song because she would wake up angry. Um, but since we don't have Aqua in this universe, <laughs> which I'm declaring, right? Because uh, you haven't been to Zone on Zero yet. Yeah. <laughs> Can I press to digitate the smell of bacon? Uh, yeah, and that would definitely wake Arbidon up. Uh, again, slightly violently, because he'll go, yeah. oh, bacon, give me! No, oh, oh, yeah. it's just your cherish. Sorry, violent. I wanted to try to find a way as nice as possible to wake you up. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's all good. Um, hey, welcome. Welcome back. How's it going? Uh, how's your dead friend? He's no not longer dead, dead anymore. Oh. He... Awesome. Great. Huh. Kind of like the only good thing that's happened today. Right. Um, awesome. What's up? We need a favor. Okay. You have Can your... Borrow your watch. Well, or we need, we need you we need to send Arvidon a message on your watch. Yeah. If you haven't already today. Uh... Yeah, no, I, I was a little busy, didn't get a chance to, you know, cast mm. sending to my mom. So, yeah, sure. It resets at dawn, so... I know, sorry, I just had like a... <laughs> oof. 
I can skip a day checking in with my mom. She'll understand we're kind of at a war here. Mm. Right, right. It just, I'm, I miss my mom a lot. Um, Why don't you use your watch to do that? We're in a war and I had to send a message to Camion. Um, <laughs> I know. Everything's hard. I'm 17. How many watches do we have? How many of them are actually ours? One. We have two and only yeah. one of them is actually ours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have one. We need to get on that ship. We all need them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, old anyway. mage. Yeah. Hit us Fuck. up. <laughs> Um, if you could send a message to Camion asking if they've found Valor and when they'll be heading back to camp. Mm, mm. You do know who Camion is, right? No, nope. Yeah. The, that's the Aladrin that we, the, the winter, the kind of pale, <coughs> white hair, elfy looking person that we came down here. Nope, still not ringing any bells. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, oh. How, how about this? Valor. I don't. don't I don't think that Arbidon's ever seen Valor. Nope. Does anybody know how the sending spell works? I could. Nope. Give it a shot. (laughs) I bet if I make an Arcana roll, I could maybe figure it out. Look look at that. I mean, if that's what I was getting at, if we make one of us look like Camion, then at least Arbidon knows what they look like. And that might make it easier, but I don't know I don't if that's, know if that's, how, that's how that works. Use okay. You send a short message of twenty-five words or less to a creature with a creature with you. Creature with you are familiar. What is a creature with, with which you are familiar? Yeah, I'm no, I'm reading it the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, good job, internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, the creature hears the message in its mind. Yep. So, creature with which you oh, are so familiar. Maybe not. I mean, maybe if you hummed a few bars, I don't know. What? The hat <laughs> thing might work. Um. Okay. Uh, maybe. I can I do know. a pretty good cameo impression. Uh, I'll I'll do it. But just uh, Arbidon, imagine they don't have a bucket hat on. This mm. is true. Okay. I know that the image of this hat gets burned into your retinas when you look at it, but just try just try to ignore Sid, it. Sid, don't you have a thing that you can do that with, too? Eh. <laughs> you should both turn into Camion, and it'll double double the effectiveness of it. I'm not here right now. I'm not here right now. God. <laughs> oh, such a troll. Such a little gremlin. Just, like... <laughs> Okay, I'll I make myself look like Winter Camion. Okay, I'm assuming this is going to imply that at some point in the past you reattuned to the bucket hat. I know it. <laughs> uh, yes, because uh, Cherish used it most recently. I do not believe that is true. Sid was using it quite a bit through your escapades in Fairhams here. I could have sworn. Not I, I haven't used it since we went down here. Correct. Um, I don't think has. any of us have. Uh, Cherish has just had it. 
Yeah. Oh, oh Cherish has just had it. But never distinctly reason. said that she uh, attuned to it. Oh. Yeah. We were yeah. in the car- carts and traveling a while, though. So. Yeah. I'm so- there, was, there was time. I'm just, for the purposes later. of s- how many items you can be attuned to, you have attuned to the Hat of Disguise. Right. Assuming you have the space to do that. Yes. Okay. I'm only attuned to the Wand of Wonder and the Fire Staff. Okay. So you um, use the bucket hat to look like Camion. Yes. Which Camion? Winter Camion. Winter Camion. Okay. Uh, Arbidon kind of gives you an up and down, holds up a thumb to kind of visually put over the bucket hat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm. My name is Camion Arkentol. I'm very focused and very serious. Mm. Mm. And I stay in my winter form because for some unknown reason, I shift very, depending on my motion. So I have to keep myself cold as ice. Mm. <laughs> wow. Bitchin'. That sounds just like them. <laughs> well done. All right. Uh, what's, the, what's the message you want to send? So I'll take the bucket hat off. Um... Are you okay? Judah's fine. Uh, I think I sent that one already. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Have you found Valor? Are you on your way? Are you on your way? Where are you? Where are you? That's 20. That's just a bunch of fucking questions. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Where are you? Where's Valor? Are you coming back? Okay. That leaves me some extra words. That's good. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. I need those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see what those words are. <clears throat> and he, out of his bandolier, he pulls a, a pocket watch. All right. Let's... Holds it like he's. Oh wait, 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 wait! Before before you start, uh, this is going to be your voice. Yeah, I need those extra words things. to say. This is from Cherish. Okay. Yeah. That is okay. Thank thank goodness. I'm glad we. I'm glad you thought of it. P.S. I the, love you. Is the last word? Yes. Go oh, ahead. I was say the final word is what's up? What's up? <laughs> you pooping? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you, you up? That might that you might up? make them turn spring for a second. Hopefully, they aren't dying, and it's actually funny. <laughs> so Arbidon will repeat all of those things uh, with the leader of. This is a message from Cherish. Uh, there is a beat. Arbidon will kind of. Tilt his head to the side as though listening to something. Uh, they're on their way back. Be back before midnight. Okay. Great. Thank you. That's what the message said. Oh, okay. I think that was for me, though. Probably. Probably. You're, you, you've been very helpful. Huh. Was it all? Yeah, so. thank you very yeah, much. I'm sorry. Okay. We're sorry to disturb your sleep while you're recovering. That's oh, so, so good. Uh, All right. Well, get some rest. Okay. 
Hope you feel better tomorrow. Yeah, you too. And tell that dead guy congratulations. If you don't feel better tomorrow, come find me. I can maybe help with that. Oh, cool. Because you got the sparkly hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. miracles, you know. That's the that's word on the happen. street or between the tents. Yeah. It's not streets. Well, it's like no. paths. Yeah. yeah. That's the word on the path. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. If it wasn't for the doctor's orders, knowing all y'all would have gotten me laid tonight, so good on ya. Well, there's always tomorrow Great. night. There's good always tomorrow glad, night. Glad to hear it. Happy to help. <laughs> Tirso turns around. Good night. <laughs> so you turn and leave. Sensing, oh yeah, sensing Tirso's uncomfortable uncomfortableness and just kind of poking fun. Like, man, I I regret not getting laid before we left Fort Verge. You know, <laughs> power walking away. I regret lots of stuff. By the time you get back to your tent, it is about eleven forty-five. Uh, and you walk in on, I think we're all still reading at this point. And oh, wow, you're back. Wow, I don't even look up from my book. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Camion, so good to see you. Oh, uh, wait a second. <laughs> good guess. And as you gather back up with Judah uh, sleeping quite silently over in one corner, as you wait the return of your erstwhile companions, I think it is there that we're going to take our break. And when we come back, so too will Valor and Camion. Greetings, my friends. Omatep Duskwalker, owner proprietor, blah, yada, yada. Come to my shop, give me money. Okay, now that is out of the way. You all, listen up. I've got good news and I've got bad news. Good news is. Alexander is back! Hooray! My favorite business partner, and definitely not a god, but definitely a monkey that lives in my shop, and may or may not actually be a god, is back and helping me out around the place. So, great! Hooray! Bad news is... Remember Stormhaven? That, like, city at the center of the valley where everyone can meet and trade and spend money at my shop? Well, it's sort of on fire. Like, a lot. So if you know any heroes or adventurers or uh, people with epic destinies that you could just, like, send to, you know, the city to help out and maybe save all of our lives, that would be great. I would ask them myself, but, um, you know, kind of stuck in the shop. And by that I mean I am literally stuck in the shop and I cannot get out unless people summon... Alexander, and that way it opens the door, and then I can get out, but I can't do that right now, because nobody's coming to my shop! <sighs> anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had just hung out, you know, just kind of chilling after the whole, you know... God disappearance, learning about the mysteries of the Jarshir, and bringing their friend back from the life whole thing. And yeah, processing. Yeah. Processing information, working on some new and interesting theories about uh, what it is that makes you all so essentially threadless. Or at least most of you. Three quarters. Uh, somewhere in the middle of that, you survived yet another 
pulling at the appointed hour, uh, though Tirza only managed to do so with the aid of a mysterious new power from friend Grawl. Pew! Sword power! Don't know what it does! It's true. Cool. But yes, in the intervening time, you then also, well, Grawl got some reading done, and the rest of you managed to track down Arbidon and use his pocket watch to get a message to Camion, who lets you know that they were on their way back, presumably with Valor in tow, and that they would be back before midnight. Mm-hmm. Which gave you all enough time to hoof it on back to your tent that you've requisitioned, and now you wait. But not for long. Because as midnight approaches, so too does the sound in the distance of a roaring hellhog. Those devil rides, the hellish infernal motorcycles that look so fucking awesome, but may or may not run on souls. Yeah. You know, if my neighbor uh, was ruder, uh, we might be able to get some uh, sound effects from him working on his motorcycle in his garage open which he did for like three hours today (laughs) (laughs) that that, there it is that was it yep perfect and that noise as it approaches alerts you to the incoming nature of your two companions uh it also awakens your friend judah from what is apparently a very light slumber as opposed to the other Minotaur you know who snores like the Dickens, uh, apparently Judah has a bit more of a light touch. Gotta get that septum surgery, Arbidon, come on. Well, it's the Oof. nose piercing really kind of adds an extra layer of vibration in there. Do we have fantasy CPAP machines? It's called straws, just jammed right up the nose. <laughs> Effective. But they're like the boba straws, so they're real good. Yeah. yeah. But what are the Those straws made? Milkshake straws. <laughs> Straw. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, uh, I don't know if there's any last-minute things you need to do before Camion and Valor show back up. I drip poison on my sword. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. Preparing. Uh, I think Cherish is just going to take a deep breath. Okay. No, I mean, our two good friends are showing back up. It's true. Yeah. Okay. What's not to be excited about? As the rumble. One good friend showing back up. As the rumble of the engine fades and the low after echo of maybe souls screaming uh, dies away with the roar of the engine. That that faint little <gasps> with the but it's clean energy. It's clean energy, so yeah. you can't be all that mad about it's it. True. Zero I can, carbon footprint. And I will. Don't worry about it. Just don't think about it. Hundred yeah, miles of the le- soul. He's living yeah. less of a carbon footprint than we are. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest here. Mm-hmm. It's actually a negative carbon footprint. Yeah. On a celestial level. Okay. <laughs> there is a, a thump and a, a clatter as somebody in heavy armor uh, dismounts, and you hear the approaching clatter of two heavily armed individuals. 
and throwing back the tent flap, you see two heavily armed individuals. You just happen to know both of them. <laughs> oh, Camion, you're back. Well, sort of good to see you again. Huh? Camion with their uh, battle axe resting on their hip, their long bow and uh, assorted quiver of arrows on their back. And you see Valor entering as well, dressed in the somewhat ornate but clearly functional uh, black breastplate and greaves and uh, gauntlets that are of clearly fiendish make with his shield slung over his shoulder and a uh, a long spear tucked into a or a long sword tucked into a scabbard at his hip and hi yeah as they enter camion goes straight to judah with uh, a flash of bright golden summer uh, that quickly fades to a, a rich autumn as they clasp arms together. And Valor will stand near the door and that quirked smile of his pulling into a true smile as he watches these two and then uh, glances around at the, the rest of you with a nod. And he'll say, well, I heard you had a very exciting day. Ugh. Yeah, thank goodness it's over now. You two run into any trouble? Uh, and he'll glance over at Camion, who will exchange a look, and Camion will say, Another one of those moments happened. Yeah. Yeah, we felt that too. Valor nearly wrecked the bike. And right. Valor will shake his head and say, It... It felt like I was drowning. I'm... I don't know what it was. We have... some... theories on that, maybe? Well, what we know for sure is that it happens every eight hours. That's what Camion was telling me. Apparently it has something to do with what the old mage is doing. It at least Possibly. lines up time-wise. It doesn't, it would be an incredible coincidence if it wasn't. And, uh, uh, um, a thought just occurred to me. Hmm. have uh, well either of you maybe just Camion since Valor I don't think you have a way to get messages far but I worry about Talila being by herself during this I mean I don't know that it's affecting all the way up to Stormhaven, there's no way to know, but it, it does seem that the only reason we've been able to kind of manage it is because we've all been together. Uh, well, it's just... I mean, when... as long as nothing bad happens in Stormhaven, she should be fine. Right, yeah, that's impossible. Um, <laughs> Which is another subject to broach. When we were in, when we were in Blue Gulch, I remember feeling, I remember experiencing that. It was, Pretty soon after 
closing the rift down there. It's possible I felt it from, you know, from here. How fear of influence wise, if we know that the rift is in the Amberfell mines, fear wise, what does that look like from us? Would we have felt it where we were at in Blue Gulch? If like, if like the epicenter is, is yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I guess the problem I is that here. the yeah. influence of the rift is expanding rapidly because we closed that one up in right. Bearing. So I'm just trying to figure out if it's already like Reed is trying to figure out as if, a, if as a crow real. flies. The distance from the Amberfell mines to Blue Gulch is honestly about the same as it is to Fort Verge. Oh. Yeah. Right. There's just and the mountains. We, and at Fort Verge. We felt it at Fort Verge, right? You did. Yeah. Hmm. So it didn't start getting Talila's... really bad until you were on the road. Right. As we got closer, yeah. So I mean, as long as we can close this rift quickly, I think Talila should probably be okay. For now. Right. The only problem, I right. I the only problem is, yeah. Main conversation topic here, which is closing the rift down in the Amberfell mines. We need to get down there, uh, quick. Judah says, "I think I'm going to make some tea. Who wants tea? I'll, I'll take some, some tea. Love them. Our kind of tea. I'll take some as well. Jasmine." Wonderful. Excellent choice. Mm -hmm. I also have green and I have a black, whichever you prefer. I'll take the black. Can I get green, please? Judah starts pulling out little pouches of what looks like dried teas. And he begins heating some water on the little cook stove in the back of the tent. Meanwhile, Camion will start unloading their pack and, like, pulling off their weapons and sitting them by one of the bunks. Uh, Valor still really hasn't moved from the tent flap. And Cherish, something you would notice is that he is not making eye contact with you. Oh, I'm not making eye contact with him. That's probably why I notice. Yeah. Hey, uh, Valor, why so stiff? Kick off your boots. Sit down. Yeah. Make yourself comfortable. This is our tent. I missed you. <laughs> oh, I missed you too, Grawl. Um, I thanks. I didn't intend on staying. I, oh, all right, that's fine. It's a small tent, anyways. So I mean, didn't expect you to stay. Um, kind of looking for battle plans here. Right, game plan, bud. I don't. There's no. If you're looking for some plan that I've just had in my back pocket, Grawl, I don't have one. Oh, I'm. Well, I, it, no, I'm not looking for some master plan. I'm just trying to figure out what you're doing at the moment. What is being done? Yeah. I'm. It's kind of like the meeting of the minds between right the now. devils and 
everyone else the best I can. Well, and we we may have made a little bit of headway on that uh, re the other side of things. Um, you spoke with the Jarashi. Well, mm-hmm. uh, yes, that's why Judah's not dead. <laughs> I the, I don't I don't mean that. I didn't mean that in a like <laughs> obviously kind of way. I just meant like that. That is why. Um, we might not be able to coordinate well the Jarashir are never going to be super friendly with the infernal forces but if you and I can coordinate we could maybe trick them into working together at least a little bit at least to help us get to the Amberfell mines Amberfell. quickly we, we also it, it might be helpful to know what the other Cherish's, you know, grand master plan was, it, there's a chance that you and Cherish could just reenact it. <laughs> like, and that was in character, but on accident. Yep. <laughs> was, yeah, I, Tirza, re- like, like a, like a stage production, Tirza? You want them to perform? Do you want me to stand behind them and pretend to be a tree? Like, what, what, are, we, what are we talking about? No, I obviously mean they just do the plan that was originally going to be Other Cherish and Valor. And I mean, it was pretty obvious that it was... see a look of, like, near-choking panic come over Valor and for I half want, a second? And I want to insight check it. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah... Uh, I don't know what your insight bonus is, but it's probably going to be a real easy roll. I'm just saying that right now. Our boy is oh, not a well, good liar. Luckily, I'm very, luckily I'm very good at insight. Uh, Seventeen. That beats his six. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, the look of panic That's... on his face when you mentioned doing the thing Evil Cherish was attempting to do uh, makes you think that. That subject may have been broached and was not uh, taken very well as he shoots a panicked look over at Cherish for the first time and then and I think tries that, to swallow that, his feelings. That her snor- that Cherish's snort is probably also simultaneously with all of this. And yeah. I think she says, again, still not looking at Valor, well, maybe I can't keep that promise I made to you earlier. What do you uh, mean? What's going on? Wait, wait, wait. Secrets? Uh, um, the, <sighs> Apparently, the other Cherish's plan was to cash in on my bounty. Have valor specifically cash in on my bounty. Oh. Well. Which is why he took me aside earlier today. Right, to warn you about uh, other Cherish's plan to... Right? Warn is a strong word. And she will finally look at Valor. Valor is looking down at the ground. Camion is deadly silent from where they sit on the edge of a bunk and <laughs> Judah is fastidiously making tea <laughs> well it huh, that makes it sort of a a shame that you didn't you know 
when we told you that other Cherish was other Cherish, that you didn't bring her back. Because then we very well could have continued with that plan. To be it would have been fair, useful. You told me she was a doppelganger, and I reacted very yeah. quickly. That's fair and valid. Sorry, I had forgotten. Had that plan occurred, her idea was to, and he'll glance at the daggers that Cherish is staring at him. To gain the services of an archangel. She wanted this other Cherish to allow me to free this archangel from a deal that keeps her prisoner. Oh. And obviously that was most likely a ploy to get me alone and out there with her or something. Now, I don't remember if I asked this earlier, but why were you heading south if that was the plan? Because if we were going to cash in on this bounty, I we thought that doing it around other people, and specifically around the devils, was probably not the best idea if we were trying to get a hold of the person who issued the bounty. And if we just happen to accidentally summon that person in the middle of demon-infested territory, could have worked out all the better. Right. That makes sense. Can it? Gods forbid we'd actually summon the Great Serpent, but it was possible. What about serpents? Huh? It's one of Asmodeus's many monikers. And he'll flinch when I don't say, say the name. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the the great lord's many monikers. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. We didn't want to risk him showing up near anyone who might be involved. If we were going to make this sort of bargain, we had decided to do it alone. 
So the plan was to do it as close to Amberfell as possible. To Once we had this Archangel, to use her help to get to the Realm Scar. To allow me to get to the Realm Scar and close it down. So you you thought when you were with other Cherish that, that she was going to be willing to, to trade her soul to have you close the Realm Scar? You haven't been hanging out with Cherish enough. She's much cleverer than that. I was perhaps foolish to believe that someone would make that great a sacrifice, yes. Especially on really not a whole lot of concrete information. Yes, unfortunately, I trusted you. Or who I thought was you. Hmm. Say the same thing. Is Valor being honest now? Give me an insight roll. Oh, yeah, possible. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's costing him something. Um, he is... I mean, you can cut the tension between him and your Cherish with a fucking knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that much is painfully obvious. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uncomfortable even virtually. Yeah. <laughs> and you definitely get the sense that Cherish was probably aware of all of these facts. You also get the sense that he's holding something back, but you're not quite sure what. He's being pretty cagey about whatever the deal is he was going to break to free this archangel. Hmm. Okay, noted. But that was the plan, and obviously we can't do that plan anymore. Unless we find the other cherishment. What? Oh, I I just meant unless we find the other cherish. Although I think that plan would maybe fall apart. I'm assuming probably the... pretty quickly. I would assume arch devils can tell the difference. Maybe. We just don't know. We don't even know what she is. Certainly not getting any answers. So unless... that's not directed at Valor. Unless we found this other cherish. We have very, very few options. Well, that brings me back to the first thing I was saying, which is if you can motivate the infernal forces, I can perhaps guide the Jarashir in a way, if not working together, that then at least in unison with them. It might get us closer. It might keep some eyes off of us. Yeah, draw focus. Having a relatively 
small strike team to uh, close the rift is going to be good. And if it's all of, if it's the threadless, if it's us, that would be best. It, we can't have too many people with us, but the more we have, the easier it's going to be to close the rift. And this rift is going to be extremely hard to close. At least the way we've been doing it. Judah will begin serving tea and saying, but to hear a rift-keeping masker tell it, the way we, you, have been doing it is perhaps more efficient than the way they would traditionally do so. This is true. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's definitely a balance. Camion will nod at that and say, if that's what Master Fizzlenozzle believed, then it's probably true. Because I cannot imagine that we're going to have a lot of space and uh, time <laughs> to close it. It's probably going to have to be very quick and dirty. And if we are going deep behind enemy lines, who knows how many of our resources we're going to spend before we get to this portal. Yeah, it's true. If we could get some sort of great push forward, carry on within that, and then split off at not the last <laughs> moment, but closer to the end, so we have some... I hate to use the word buffer about uh, about people, but I mean, they will be buying us time so that we can stop all. Exactly. Well, at least stop more from coming out. It's going to take time for everything to return to normal. That is true. Valor will sort of shake his head and say, there's larger logistical problems as well. As far as we know, the mines are completely flooded. For all we know, this Ramskar is underwater. Take the people that control the water with you. So we'd be taking lock wardens with us. Why not? It's just more people. How else do we solve the problem? Perhaps if we had some sort of item that allowed us to not be concerned with that? We could I ask mean, We can ask the lock wardens. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, uh, Camion doesn't necessarily have any ideas where that's concerned. Judah looks down at his feet and says, I'm not exactly built for swimming. I mean, you know, I, I don't know who who among us is. 
I'm a great swimmer. Oh, I can very swim. strong. I can swim fairly well. Yeah. Oh. Not, not I armor? grew up near a lake. This economy? Well, I wouldn't be wearing the armor, obviously. I mean, we're going into a very dangerous place. Yeah, but Tears has got lightning armor that just kind of... Actually, I don't know if you want to don lightning armor underwater. Also... This is all hypothetical because we don't know what we're going into. Yeah, right. We've never managed to get close enough to the mines to even get inside to see. What if we land on top and we just drill straight down? Do you have the ability to do that? Nope. I don't have the ability to breathe underwater either, so I'm spitballing here. We would have to know exactly where the realm scar is if we were going to do that. And Camion would say, if I get close enough, I'd be able to sense it. within about a mile. If it's that far underground, then we've got some real problems. That's true. Valor will say, but that's not the only issue. Obviously, getting to the mine has been a priority in all of our battle plans. If we can get a team of Rift Keepers there... What? It wasn't really a priority uh, for my people. I don't even know if they realized that the mines... I, I don't know if I talked about that with anybody. What you... Are you saying the Jarashia have just been here to what? It's a very long. Um, there's a there's a prof- prophetic element. It's a very important um, religious. It's not. Uh, They're basically here to kill stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're not really picky about who at this point, but I'm hoping I can fix that a little bit. I mean, that was partly why we spoke with them earlier today. I realize that they're not willing to work with the allies that I have acquired. That's been apparent enough, but their storm magics are brutally effective if they could simply be pointed in the right direction. If you're saying we can do that... Exactly. then I think we may have already gotten a piece of the puzzle worked out. If the Jarashir and my allies can at least not get in each other's way. I think I can manage that. Camion will cough from the edge of the bunk they're sitting on. I mean, maybe we just don't get them too close to each other. Camion will say, it's not that. It's the fact that the devils aren't trying either. 
Valor shoots them a, a look, and Camion just shrugs their shoulders and says, What? It must be obvious by now. I mean... And Valor will say, They've been tripping over Guardian Guild members in Jarashir for the last two weeks. But still, they're an incredible force. I think they outmatch both of those parties. It does seem odd that the fortifications haven't moved at all. Their forces are limited. They don't get resupplied infinitely. I was promised a single legion, and that is what I got. If, to remember if this were right. hell, then they have all of Bator to reinforce them. That's not the case here. I'm trying to remember how we how we learned that the devils. It was Camion's are... opinion. Oh, it was Camion's opinion. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps there. Now that they, now that the Jarashir won't be as much of a factor, they can be pointed in the right direction as well. Diplomatic care. And Camion will say bluntly. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. No, I think, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, quite frankly, there's another piece to that as well. Did you acquire a legion loyal to you or to carry out fighting the blood war? Because those are two very different things. Valor will glance at you briefly and say I made a deal to gain the loyalty of this legion for the purposes of combating the demons it's a very easy blood war loophole in there yeah because their incentive is not necessarily to stop the demons from coming into the valley it is to fight the demons which if i'm not mistaken this blood war has gone on for millennia yeah first thing every jarashir child learns it's like make deals with devils because they're very our mind what should i have done she gets like that yeah If not for the deal I struck, then Fort Verge would have been overrun a month ago. No! You have to learn to not take it personally. (sighs) Cherish. I understand. And it's not about blame. It's just... We're all over in over our heads. I apologize. I spoke out of turn. 
and ultimately what is done has already been done. All we can think about now is what we can still do. If there's a way that we can convince them that advancing is in the best interest of the blood war, there's still options. We can still use them. I, I don't know that much about it, so I wouldn't necessarily know how to do that, but... Their commander is the one to convince. He's a... Not a terrible guy, honestly. Except for all the murder. Hmm. Um, commander Smiley is his name. He's a... They're called the Nurzagon. The paladins who went to hell. So, if we convince this Commander Smiley that their goals and ours are aligned, then... I mean, hierarchy is very important to devils. So, maybe if we can, in not so many words not promise promotions, but greatly hint at them for good performance. That could be something. And what are we, what would we be asking them to do specifically? I think specific wording is important here. Advance. Push yes. forward. Advance on the demons. The problems we've been running into for the most part is when we established this foothold, the number of demons increased dramatically. It's as though they sensed we were digging in and sought to keep us here. There is something that derives them. We're still not sure which prince they serve. Um, well, we know they take on forms that represent their prince. Uh, and we know their forms are very tentacular in nature. That doesn't narrow it down, Sid. Yeah. I mean, so I, know, I literally know nothing about them. Large tentacles, but uh, it's like it could be like one of three one of three well and those are just the big ones the abyss is infinite yeah. it spirals down forever into well darkness Nothing. the abyss the demon princes and lords that we know of are just the ones that make themselves known on the material plane there are countless others that we may not even know about okay so let's assume that we get both the Jarashir and your allies to advance. 
uh, in a big way that gains uh, the attention of the demon hordes. How do we get around that? How do we get down there quickly and quietly? That is the next problem. I'm assuming that the road continuing south doesn't change, but that might not be an option. And The road exists to a certain degree. Something I didn't know before all of this is the roads here in the valley are magical, I think. Something the old mage might have done early on. They are fixtures. They don't change easily. But they are going to be targets, right? Yeah. They're going to be expecting people to travel on those roads. And the road does not lead to the mines. Yeah. The road leads to Amberfell. And the city has been abandoned for months. And the swamp, we've gotten, we've, you know, we've checked in with those who have been trying to scout it, and we've been hearing that it changes. The only fixture is the road. Other than that, the terrain is alive. Yeah. What what happened to Amberfell? It was evacuated when, well, not long after the mine was lost. The demons only appeared in ones and twos at first. Stories brought back by miners, but perhaps they should have been a bit leaved a bit earlier. It wasn't until the swamp started to appear that people really grew concerned. Livestock of the outlying farms slaughtered, lands becoming barren, people going missing. I was in the town when the first incursion came. I got as many people out as I could, but many did not make it. I've not seen a coordinated like attack like that since. No, 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 no dramatic pauses. That, that was not a pause. That was a period. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was one of those like you haven't seen it since. Yeah, yeah. This one since Amberfell, since the oh, when they okay. raided the town. All right. I just thought you were going to share a little bit more information. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Since then, we fell back to Fort Verge, and we've been fighting for our lives ever since. Have you ever done, like, an all-out, no-holds-barred push? Everyone? Well, no, because the forces haven't been coordinated. Right, right. No, I mean, like, your forces have they gone all-out. The first all-out push was from Fort Verge itself. That is what got our front lines to here. And once they were here, we established the Hellmouth, we were able to bring in construction material and create the bulwark. Right, so it worked once. If they can be convinced that, you know, the other forces won't 
get in the way might even help. That would if we can convince them that getting to Amberfell is important in some way, then we could maybe just use that to our advantage. The issue is again that the mines are not near the town. They're far to the north. Yeah. We don't need them to get us directly to the mines, though. We just need to be close. But how do we get to the mines through this ever-shifting, living, incredibly dangerous swamplands? Are there any of the demons that fly? The bats? We We also know that flying is not necessarily safer than traveling on foot. I'm trying to come up with ideas. We could have some of the flying devils carry us. I'm just... We go up above the clouds, nothing seeds us. I don't I don't know. The skies can be very dangerous. The demons that lurk up there they tend to be invisible. Oh great. That's that's wonderful. You can only see them in moonlight, which is why they blotted out the sky, I think. Cool. I mean Can we fix that? Is that a fixable thing? I'm not sure. Camion told me that, correct me if I'm wrong, Camion, it might be an effect of the realm scar at this point. Entirely <sighs> possible. Judah would say, we saw the sky change above the realm scar near Fair Amesir. Yep. And the weather effects of the first one we closed had already reached uh, Crescent's Edge before we got there. Are, Are we most worried about the terrain from Amberfell to the mines, or are we worried about, you know, the opposing forces? Because, again, I have a whole group of very decent fighters who could help us at least a little bit with those. If we can manage to convince the devils to, my allies, to push forward, I'm not worried about their ability to kill demons. I'm worried about whatever it is they won't be fighting that will be facing us in those mines. What if we cut west? How? Straight west? Mm. A couple of mountains? Northwest? Northwest is foothills. Eventually leads into the barrier hills that separates this part from the drylands. I mean, that's. I mean, the very edge of it towards us is about where the mines are, yeah? Presumably. How much of the swamp would we have to go through? The swamp hasn't consumed much of the foothills. The only problems we run into up there is simply steep terrain very difficult to move quickly 
through that terrain. None of the infernal war machines can navigate up there without destroying some hillsides. I mean... That's a... We don't have to worry about the blood war going anywhere if the rest of us just go up north and cut through the mountains. Once you're up in the hills, the mines riddle through those hills like a hive. But Camion would probably be able to detect it more easily. A mile, right? A mile? Camion would nod and say, I can detect the presence of a portal within a mile. Now, that gives me an exact location, but it doesn't tell me what's between me and the realm scar. I I I know that. Um, you evacuated the people that lived in Amberfell. Are any of the miners still here? And Valor would say, "Not here. No, they would either be at Fort Verge or they would have moved on. Maybe gone to really? Stormhaven or over to Beeshire, maybe." So much for getting a map of the mines. If there was a map, it would either be at the mines or... In Amberfell. In Amberfell. Going down all the way down to Amberfell just for a map, that's, that's quite a journey. Uh, the mines are significantly closer to here than that. We've also received word that there might be something else happening in Amberfell as well. Like, what? I'm not entirely sure. Commander Smiley says he sent a scouting team down there to check up on something, and they never reported back. Uh, probably nothing. Probably went just fine. I don't say that. They probably gave their lives in a noble, valiant sacrifice. Do boy. I miss Susan. You. Hey, man, you know. <laughs> the old Turned mage for what? had you all looking into this cult. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The one that had captured you, Grawl, and you cherished some years ago? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Fine people. He'll glance back over at Camion and say, And not long ago, she said that they might be active around here as well. I would assume so. You tend to pop up around realm scars. If the shoe fits. And Camion will say, The old mage explicitly told us that they were working with the demons. But 
We've seen one or two of their number amongst them. Interrogation. We don't know where their base of operations is, or if they even have one. Most of the Guardian Guild members have orders to kill them on sight, remove their brands if we can. Okay, good. But it's been difficult. They've usually only been seen by scouts at a distance. And Valor will say, That is another concern I have. We don't know what their game is here. Yeah, it's kind of weird that the demons would keep them safe, even if they had a deal. Demons don't make deals. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why are they still alive? Beings of pure chaos. We get one of them to talk, we might find out. Not the demons, the, the, the cult people. I'm not cult going to try saying. to make yeah. I can ask Commander Smiley if his scouts have come back at any point. Maybe they might have learned something. It's worth checking. In the meantime... Honestly, I think the hills to the north of the mines might be our best option. It keeps us out of the direct fighting and we don't have to worry about the swamp. Yeah. And we should see if we can maybe take like a Jarashir strike team with us. And a lock warden. Yeah. Their ability to you know, use divine magic might be incredibly helpful. As long as we don't pull too much from the greater force yeah. that is doing the push. Uh, obviously, they're going to need all the help they can get, and the larger our numbers are, the more likely we're going to be. I mean, are we coordinating them to push as a distraction tactic at the same time? Do we need a distraction? Yes. That's what I'm... The more demons we can draw away from the mines, the less we have to deal with. Do we know that they'll be drawn away? The source of them is the realm scar. I think no matter what, we'll have to deal with a th- well, yeah. thick amount of demons. Yeah. I just I mean that could break two ways, right? So either they add more coming out of the realm scar, which is bad for us going there, or they don't, which is good for us. I I guess we just but don't know how to, But we're going to have to go to the mines. <laughs> no matter what. Right. So and there if are endless we... demons that exist in the abyss. So I. What I'm saying is, if we push too hard, that means they could potentially send more than if we don't push. Okay. 
Yeah. Valor will say, I see what Gaul is saying. If there was a push, they're incentivized to empty the pits, as it were. There might be a flood of them coming out of the mine when we get there if they're attempting to mount a counterattack. So should we just have everyone continue business as normal? Maybe encourage the Jarashir to try not to point their lightning at the devils? Try as hard as they can. Tell them to aim for the tentacles. And of course, the larger, more personal issue perhaps is the fact that three times a day, all of us are in danger of being swallowed. Yes, timing is going to be critical. We may have to get on a different... I mean, it's every eight hours, so I suppose getting on a different sleep cycle wouldn't necessarily help, but... I think Omotep's got me thing. I mean, I was thinking we should check in with him anyways. Yeah. So and that we wouldn't have to sleep? I... Is that the what we're no, going for? No, hopefully avoid the drowning bit. Help, yeah, that's what I was thinking. To help yeah. with the drowning bit. Yeah. Demons and everything are and... avoidable. That seems imminent. Yeah. I do not to, not to, you know, with all of our forces combined, we can surely do it, whatever, it's stupid, but I do help, my divine power does help, and now that we know that Grawl can also potentially help. I don't know how many that. uses that is, I, that could be one and done, I have no idea, I should probably it's ask. True. I mean, the runes are still there. You should probably ask. Can you? Yeah, ask? I should probably. Uh, I can go try to find out. I'm not sorry. To sleep on it. What happened? It's. Oh, Grawl and I are magic. helpful with dealing with the drowning thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. It's yeah. It's a uh, involved. I. A lot of. We stuff haven't is. seen each other in quite some time, so I might. Yeah, be I... behind them. No, it's okay. I meant it. When I said I missed you, like that was that was from the heart. Yeah. Thank you, Grawl. It's genuinely good it's to weird. Have most of us together. Yeah. From behind Grawl, Judah is mouthing bug arm. <laughs> How do you mime bug arm, Mike? He found exactly a way. What a, he's good. He's good at charades. High dex. Tears it. Tears is just like <laughs> trying to hold it all in. It's like, don't. Don't laugh about bug arm. <laughs> okay, maybe, yeah, yeah. Bug, some sort of little, like, mouth bits and pincers, and then just, yeah, arm. Very good, very good. Two words. Anyways. All right, fine. My shit's weird, okay? Everyone else is, is complicated. It's a werewolf for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. Everyone else's shit is cooler. Mine's straight up just weird, so, you know. Clearly, there are some stories that need to be told. Yeah, one or two. With you as well. And uh, Tirza will, like, cut eyes very subtly over to Cherish and then look back at Valor. Yes, yes, I'm sure my time here is 
interesting as well. Um, but uh, it's late. Mm, agreed. Perhaps you should all get some sleep. It's been a long day. I'll be back first thing in the morning before the next pulse. All right. All right. I will go back to the fortifications, check in with the commander there, maybe learn something. We appreciate it. Thank you all for coming. I know I said it earlier, but... This chunk of the fight would have been lost if you had not all been here. I'm trying, but I can't be everywhere. So thank you for picking up the slack. No thanks necessary. We're just happy to help. Right, right. Well, sleep well, my friends. I'll see about getting us all some breakfast in the morning, yeah? I like my eggs over easy. Noted. Eggs, Just right, because we have those here. I have no idea. You don't want to see the chickens that are around these parts, Growl. I will have hardtack. Thank you. Still hesitating by the the entrance flap. Look like Valor is going to turn and say something and then shake his head and stride out into the weird oily night. Pretty quickly you hear the sound of the devil ride gunning. As it takes off and begins moving away, Judah will finally let out a long breath. Okay, Cherish, what on earth? Yeah, yes, I was what wild. is going on? That was so uncomfortable. I was very stressed. I wasn't even for sure you. what was happening. What happened? I didn't, I didn't even have any popcorn to watch that. That, that, that was intense. Girl. He, I mean, we were all there, and he said that he wanted to talk to me about some things. And I assumed it was about hell stuff or whatever, and I mean, it was. He, he took me to the Hellmouth. And asked me if I knew about the ruler of Avernus, the first layer of hell. I did. I knew a lot. I know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so does Valor. The lady of Avernus is more than likely Valor's mother. 
Cammie, and I'll take in a sharp breath at that. She is. Okay. Was an archangel. She fell and made a deal with the Lord of the Hells. Now, Cammie, now. Huh? Your soul for hers. For hers. And that was the archangel that he was talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, I didn't know how that was going to go. I'm completely alone. And I told him, I told him, I'm giving you one chance to drop this. And we can pretend it never happened. Or you're going to have to kill me, essentially. And thankfully, I managed to convince him that that he should drop it. I cherish. Camion will stand up and walk over to you, Cherish. You can see their skin has flashed back to pearlescent white of winter. They'll hold out a hand and say, I need my pocket watch back. I'll give it to them. Now take it and walk outside. Cherish, you might be the best person to answer this. Is Valor... Can we we trust him? I don't know if I do anymore. But... Trading your souls isn't going to do anything for him, so I think you guys are good. Yeah, I wasn't worried about my soul. I just don't know. I don't... I'm not even 100% sure if it was other Cherish's idea, to be quite frank. Right. That could be because I'm upset. I didn't roll very good on that insight check, did I? No. Okay, I'm just going to make sure I'm being consistent. But it's not out of the question, certainly. But he can't that story. So, how did... He made... Valor made a deal to get the forces of hell here. All right. Do we know who he made a deal with? I mean, he made a deal. What? Uh, so the statue of Zariel is right next to the Hellmouth. Yes. Yeah. This is lawn decoration. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, 
honestly, who knows? Right. I don't know how he could have made a deal with the Lady of Avernus and not like brought up that. Yeah, right. I'm I don't just... know how he's still uncertain about that, unless he didn't ask. Yeah. Right. I, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to figure is how do we get from Valor coming down here to defend Fort Verge mm -hmm. and suddenly he has an army that came out of nowhere because he has a link to the Archangel in No, he, made, he made a deal. Right. Where did that deal come from? Well, we don't, we don't know. One, know of, that one of the archdevils, certainly. Yeah, I mean, we've had people have tried to reach out to Cherish. We don't know that they haven't also tried to reach out to Valor. Right. Valor has his own version of the lesser. Wait. Did I say something accidentally smart again? Uh, no. I think this is a connection, though, that I maybe not be able to make in character. Uh, I'm just here to ask questions yeah, until someone figures it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going just gonna to throw stuff on the wall here. Right. That was sticks. such a good brain blast moment. <laughs> okay. The thing that sucks is no one... It, we all get to hear it. We all get to hear the brain blast moment, but no one actually gets to see what happened to Elliot's face and the the wide <laughs> eyes, and now the very just like scrunched face of just like oh, I literally thought is that right yep. Okay, it's like the thing that I know about in character is not enough, I think, to make the connection. But I can't make the connection with the thing that is actual evidence. Is it something that you can make an assumption about? Yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. Do it. Because <laughs> it could be wrong. That's the best part. Yeah. 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 You know how I I'm mentioned. wrong about most things. There's no bad ideas here. You know here, how or... I mentioned that. Please. One of the devils showed me a sign of respect earlier. Yes. Yeah. You're one of the horn devils. What if it's because? What if it's not just because I'm a child of an archdevil? What if it's because I'm a child of the archdevil that, that they came from? Are you... Judah will kind of scrunch his bovine face. The The... The former archangel? No. <laughs> My father. Oh boy. But Weird. we know this is an army of Avernus. Do we? Do we know it's an army of Avernus? Isn't that what everyone's been saying? It's what everyone's yes. been saying for sure. Oh. Although, wouldn't it be icy over there and not hot? Yeah. Yeah. You know more about this than literally any of us. I mean, you know, the thing I know? you know what the thing I know is? What? Despite never having met the bastard, uh, and I'm like waving my Devils for Dummies book around, I know that he's a cunning <laughs> motherfucker, and it would be 
just the fucking cherry on the cake if he has fucking manipulated almost every single side of everything we've been doing. Not even just to piss me off. That's probably not even remotely on his mind. There's a pretty famous story about Mephistopheles about he uh, concocted and orchestrated his own coup mm-hmm. just to throw people off his scent. Yeah, he disguised himself as a loyal baron of him, as a as a disloyal baron of him of his uh, lair to trick Pape to be like, "Hey, you want to overthrow Mephistopheles?" He did, and then he imprisoned. He said, "Hey, bitches, it's actually me." And then he imprisoned all those people that overthrew him. I mean, oh, yeah, it's really smart, honestly. Yeah. Classic spy tactic bastard behavior. Oh, but that's just I, I just had a thought. What's your thought? I want to stop right. thinking about my thought. Well, my thought's not better than your thought. Cool. Hey, you, you're the one who said no dumb ideas. I have a theory as to who other Cherish is. Oh, this is going to be very good. Good or tea. Really? Because I don't. You just were talking about how your father disguised as somebody else. I'm just, just, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh my god. Audio listeners, audio listeners, I wish, I wish (laughs) this was a video stream because Elliot (laughs) has lost all hope. That the life has drained from their face. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Wait, Sid, what are you... What are you saying? And getting... Doppel Cherish is not a doppelganger. Doppel Cherish is Cherish's father in disguise. That's terrible. That's a whole... Wow. Like, yeah. This sounds like a crazy story. There's a lot of there's a lot of different plot lines happening here. God, mm-hmm. and- I was joking about my evil twin brother at one point. That was a joke. What, what, a, yeah, that was a joke. Now we're getting into real stuff, and I don't know. I don't know about that because he knows about the bounty because the lesser told the lady of Malbolge. And she's somehow tied up in all of this, even though she's the big guy's daughter. And tricking Valor into cashing in on the bounty would make it so they would summon the big guy, and then my father could reveal himself in all his glory, and I don't know, maybe kill him. That seems to be his modus operandi every time. Or trap him, or this is also complicated, and I don't want to be involved in any of it. Why is it happening? Com- yeah, I don't. <sighs> Judah is just shaking his head. But eventually he'll say, This may not be what you want to hear. But despite everything, I still trust Valor. I mean, if all the stuff we just said is true, it just means he's an idiot. Valor is not 
an idiot. But neither is he particularly conniving. He can be a fool, but only when it comes to protecting the people he cares about. I mean, he probably wouldn't have made any sort of decision without thinking it was the best possible decision for everyone. And unfortunately, that can get him hurt sometimes. Maybe hurts people around him, too. Yeah, that doesn't... People who are really worried about him and really happy to see him a couple hours ago. And for that, I'm sure he feels probably pretty bad. And maybe I'll forgive him someday. I don't know. We, gotta, we have a war to win first. Forgiveness second. Can't believe my dad told my boyfriend that I was breaking up with him. I mean, a, classic like dad a, move. Wow. Yeah, it's a very I mean, dad. Now that you say that out say. loud, wow, yeah. Like, who else could it be, honestly? They didn't kiss, What's did they? He's a nice guy. Wow, I really hope they didn't kiss. Yeah, that's weird. Some layer of complexes that nobody needs. That's a layer of hell too deep. Jeez. <laughs> that's just evil. Straight up. I hope Valor didn't kiss her. <laughs> Everyone shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We all stop to like, think, is is the drowning thing happening right now? No, we just all just got the shivers. It's got, it feels uh, like it. Uh, uh, I feel like I need to throw up. Okay. So, uh, I don't know how much more discussion y'all have this evening. Cherish oh, just flops on the bunk yeah, face we, first. We need to sleep real bad. Cherish, <laughs> that was my bunk. That was my... I... Oh, was that your... Oh, I was sitting on yours when you were giving me a haircut. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go flump again. Yep. You all uh, de-armor, kind of feeling the, the gross stickiness of battle and the day being peeled off of you as you finally manage to get some rest. It is a sweet, sweet release. Finally. Thank you, guys. The 25th of so has ended. Oh my god. <laughs> We're on the note up of, in five I'm, hours. On the note of, man, I hope Valor didn't kiss my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of sleep is that going to produce? Camion returns at some point, because when you wake up, they are trancing in their bunk. Mm -hmm. Dang it. Uh... Is there anything Grawl would wish to accomplish with the evening? Yes, please. God, I haven't chatted with my boy for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get ready for some vagaries. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I would like to talk to Mott. Okay, that means you're going to the archive. So while brief but restful sleep comes to the rest of you, Grawl finds himself on a spiral staircase 
leading down, 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 into darkness, to a place that is all too familiar. Endless corridors of spectacular, strange, and terrible knowledge spreads out before you as you find yourself in the darkened corridors of the Dream Archive. The pallid shapes of bloody specters hovering nearby, waiting to assist. Okay. Um, I would like to turn... Uh, I would like to summon the scroll. You have the scroll in your hand. Okay. I'd like to open it up and ask it questions, as if I'm talking to Mott. Something that you've only recently realized is a possibility in the waking world as well, but mm -hmm. it is perfectly possible here. Yep. Um, I think the reason why it was more difficult in the waking world was he said something about being limited. Uh, it was a while ago. Um, so hopefully fact, he's less... That word is the only thing he said. Okay, cool. Yay, brain, for remembering for once. Um... Yeah, I would like to hopefully ask him some questions here where potentially he's less limited. I don't know. You definitely feel his presence here, occasionally yeah. catching dark motion out of the corner of your eye. The lurking form of Mott here in the Dream Archive. Um, Can I send the Blood Spectres to look for something while I'm doing this? Or do I have to be a little tandem with them to get their searchy thingy? You can send them off to go look for stuff, but you don't have a investigation roll with advantage. It would just be flat. Roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would like them to go, while I'm talking to them, to go look uh, for information about... I don't want to do the living gate because I don't think that turned up anything. Uh, I would like to look for specifically the like caretakers of the archive, those specific like canonical looking things. Creatures that you have been told are called the Yith. Ah, yes, the Yith. So, yep. Yeah, I would sure. like them to search for the youth. Absolutely. Okay, come on, die. That's not great. Uh, 11. Okay. What questions are you asking of Mott? Uh, Mott, I would like to ask him about the new runes, specifically. Okay. And then I need to tell him about my conversation at the Jarashir camp. Okay. And that was Andrin Jinny and um, Shower on the Wise. Shower on the right, the Wise, yeah. Okay. Uh, asking after the runes, you get a. Again, the, the scroll communication seems limited somehow. And hmm. uh, as you're quickly discovering, 
It acts as the commune spell. Oh, interesting. Uh, while I while he's uh communicating, um, does he indicate that it would does does Mott indicate that it would be better to speak openly or this the scroll a hundred percent the best way to go about it, even though we're here in the dream archive. Um, cause I'm pretty sure he's mod has indicated that it, that it's still being watched even here. Yes. And the only time it was able to speak to you excessively plainly was when your friends were making a ruckus in the dreamlands. Guys, come back. I need answers. And it used that opportunity to speak to you plainly. Okay. Okay. So, scroll it is. Um, so, as per the commune spell, when asking questions via the scroll, and you can do this once per day, you contact your deity or divine proxy and ask up to three questions that can be answered with yes or no. You must ask these your questions before the spell ends. You receive a correct answer for each question. Divine beings, or whatever it is Mott is, aren't necessarily omniscient, so you might receive unclear as an answer if the question pertains to information that lies beyond the contact's knowledge. Okay, so... I guess if I have to phrase it as a, like, looking for a yes-no uh, answer or yes, whatever. Yes, no, or short-ish phrase, if yes or no gotcha. might be confusing. Um, so in regards to, I mean, I will let them know about the Jarashir's statement and may basically state it as, are you ready? And the response you get back is a venomous green always. Okay. Um, perfect. Yeah, the commune spell is like, it seems as though Mott is able to answer at least in one word answers. Okay. It doesn't necessarily right. have to be yes or no. Okay. So in, in, in that case, I'll just uh, uh, ask about the new runes as well, whether they're helpful. I guess, I don't know, helpful kind of pigeonholes a little bit. Seems though all your runes are helpful. Yeah. <laughs> how do they work? Give me a short video of how it's made, blue runes. What do they do? And the answer you get back is a low susurrus of a whisper. The answer on the scroll just says freedom. The answer in the whisper simply says choose to overcome. Effectively, you have a legendary resistance. 
Oh, got so good. Fuck that inevitable. Oh, oh yeah, shit. baby. Hell, hell fucking yes. Uh, because you rolled a 29 on your saving throw, I let you use it on somebody else. That's insane. Oh, that's good. You only have one. You can only use it once per day. Um, that's what you get for damn, clever work damn. against an inevitable. Cool, very cool, very cool. That uh, is much better than what I thought it potentially was. Yeah, we gotta steal shit from extra-dimensional beings more often. Yeah! <laughs> What's the worst thing that happen? Yeah! We could die. We could <laughs> all die. We almost all died. All of us. Canaeus might have died. We have no idea. <laughs> you certainly left, left him to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little guilty uh, about that now. He can take care of himself. He's like hopefully a badass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh boy. How many questions do I get? Got one more. One more. Okay. Well, I covered the two that I really wanted to know. Um I don't know if Mott sees out into the valley the same way that like the old mage sees things or like gathers information or if Mott only gathers information from the library. You've actually asked this sort of question before. Have I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mott can perceive via the Hexblade. Okay, okay. Mott is aware of things in and around the range of your Hexblade to some extent. Okay. So me asking it what it knew about Atticus Carter would be the exact same things I already know. Pretty much. Okay, so there's no point in asking that. Um, uh, I want to know what Mott like what Mott's relationship to the Jarshir is. Hmm. Complicated. <laughs> just like everything, Mike. Just like everything. Um hmm. Yeah. Same take all of your Mott. take all of your lore and bad. boil it down into one word or a small phrase. Yeah, complicated, like, I think is yeah. um No, I think the word is, or the phrase, in fact, because Mott would think this is worth a phrase. Distasteful, but necessary.
Yeah, and that is what you get from Mott this evening. Interesting. Your blood specters. Yeah. The this check was not hard. Oh. Because you're looking about information on the curators of this place. Mm-hmm. What you find at the end of your dream night piled on a table in a clearing in the stacks is a vast wealth of information on the Yith. Too much to take in in one sitting. The briefest overview that you get about these creatures is that they have built the archive to accumulate all knowledge. They are also a species which has overcome death. And they have done this by stealing the existence of other species. They usurp the lifetimes of other species when they feel they are about to go extinct by flinging their minds through time. The canonical creatures that most people in this epoch know as the Yith are theorized to be the eighth or ninth species that has been dominated and driven to extinction by possession of the Yith. The way they gather information is equally as nefarious and fantastical. They take the minds of those they wish to study and change places with them in the archive. While they do this, they roam within the bodies of mortals, out in the material plane and elsewhere, Meanwhile, the minds of those who they replace are flung into the archive to exist in those canonical bodies for a time. Or conical bodies, I should say. So, you realize that while you interacted with some of those strange creatures in the real archive, they may not have been the Yith, they were just people trapped in those bodies. Cool. But they are devious. They are relentless. And most importantly, they are revered. There are many, many, many cults to the Yith throughout time and throughout space. Servitors for these things that are the gatherers of all knowledge. And what is knowledge if not a suitable substitute for power? 
now their exact relationship with Mott or with the gods in triplicate. That's a bit more of a mystery that needs be unraveled. But yes, the Yith. They are Mott's jailers, it would seem. The question you are left with, no doubt, is why would a species who has conquered death need to jail something like Mott? Definitely raises some questions at the very least. About Just the like always. Nature of Mott. About the fervor of Phineas Finebrook. About what the old mage told you about how swaths of knowledge of the old world went missing. She said it was because of the archive. But the archive, while it does take information, they're not thieves, per se. They do not erase knowledge. That would be the next best thing to heresy to these creatures. The Yith are an ancient and terrible mystery. But thanks to your presence here, they are an open book. Because the one thing the Yith cannot protect against is their own hubris in writing things down about themselves in their archive. And there is so much information on them that you have access to via this strange dreamscape back door into their precious, precious archive. And I need you to give me a sanity check as you understand all of this. God, it's been a while. It's been a while. But when one goes delving into Eldritch Mysteries, these things happen. I need to get a, it's been a while, a four or above. Uh, right? You're rolling a D12. Remember. Yeah. Do not roll a one or a two. Oh, okay. Yes, Reed? It's a two. It's two. <gasps> it's a two. I mean, Sandy you can roll very well. Is now the very first one. To a D10. Okay. Oh, no. And Grawl is going to wake up with some quirks. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I've got some tables I need to consult. I don't remember the last one. It's a mere short-term madness that I have yet to trigger. I've remembered this whole time. And at some point during your explorations into these books, you saw something that will come back to haunt you in a moment when you least want it to. 
Yeah. And you will be stunned for a round. Oh, good. Hopefully it's not underwater or something like that. That would be a shame, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Mike, no ideas. <laughs> I've already trademarked that one. You can't use it. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Yeah, yeah. Branded. But you all get a long rest. And come the morning, Valor will return with breakfast. And you will begin in earnest preparations for the next phase of your adventure. Skirting the Blood War, closing a realm scar, saving the valley. But for now, you can find us on Twitter at MadComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. Indeed we do. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis or on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis uh, to support my illustrations. I make many. Um, fucking tomorrow morning, Cherish is going to be like, grabs uh valor by the breastplate like how did you make a deal with <laughs> swear to me <laughs> uh you can find me on twitter at cry out olivia uh, uh i don't know come hang out with me in the bottomless pit that is my twitter now <laughs> i just every day i log on and i go this site was a mistake. <laughs> and then I keep scrolling. Fucking fair. <laughs> um, if you want to find me, you can do so at the Readamus on Twitter and Instagram. Um Yeah, I rolled I rolled poorly on that one. It's a little bit more insane. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know, it's bound to happen sometime. Or not. I don't know. That's how that's how dice rolling works. Anyways. Tell me what my quirk's gonna be. Hopefully it's something from my hero. <laughs> that's a bad joke. That's Spoiler bad alert. Joke. It's not. Uh, you're you're that frog girl now. Yeah. Congratulations. You have headphone jacks for ears. <laughs> you can make that's... stuff out of your skin, but you gotta be naked to do it. Done. <laughs> I have I don't no shame. This show. I just think the frog girl's cute. Um, and instead of uh, reaching out to me on social media, I'm not there. I'm not. I'm an old man. I don't know how computers work. Beep, bop, boop. Uh, <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> also very exactly. tired. Uh, uh, what you can do instead, um, I mean, you've already been. I mean, if you're listening to this now, you've already been listening to our show, which is obviously amazing. You are so cool for doing so. Um, but to be even cooler, uh, to be loved even more by us, the cast, and me in particular, you can rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, it's super helpful for us. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Um and uh yeah it just means the world to us so um yeah please do that uh and uh it when you do you can uh in the subject line include the name of an npc 
in the in there and we will put that name no matter how dumb no matter how cool whatever it is we will put it in this campaign it could be something as dumb as uh, uh Jim, as as reed mm-hmm. that's what a stupid name we will put that name in this campaign god damn it um so please do that uh it'll be a lot of fun um and we really appreciate it all true things. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter, at MKGargoni, where my schemes and machinations are never-ending. Uh, oh, boy. I yeah. am looking forward to what comes next here as uh, we get a little bit closer to what lurks in the abyssal mire surrounding Amberfell Mine. It's not fun, I'll tell you that much, but I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, because taxes. <laughs> lots and lots of taxes. No, that's hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's specifically hell. I don't know if. Oh, wait. Nope. Never mind. I lied. <laughs> I right. just. I was cool. just like, oh, there's a new review. Speaking of reviews, but it, it's it's not. It's not new. I'm well, just bad okay. at dates. Don't get my hopes <laughs> up like that. Uh, but of course, you can find our good, good friend Omatep, who may be making an appearance on this show before too long, if you all need some uh, particular items to help you along the way. Uh, you need a Gundam. <laughs> you need a Gundam, yes. Uh, he might be able to help you out with that, but of course, uh, you can find him on Twitter at NPC underscore AN. You can also find him on a recent episode of another podcast. I don't like publishing another podcast on this podcast, but you can hear an interview with our good, good friend Omatep over on Tales of Adventure. An NPR-style interview podcast where uh, the host interviews uh, people of fantastical nature. And uh, Omatep just happened to have been the last one. Uh, you can l- learn you a little bit about uh, how his shop works and about his tragic backstory. Are you telling me that Omatep is cheating on us with another podcast? Omatep is... <gasps> Look... It's not cheating. You never said that you were in a like full on monogamous podcast relationship. We didn't you know get it in paperwork, okay? You know we didn't get it in handwriting. That's we the didn't problem. establish the rules beforehand, so Ooh. therefore anything goes. Is that how that rela- is that how relationships work? Look, you haven't gone to the shop in a long time, and he's got that wandering coin purse just always shaking. We true. ghosted he's- him. We ghosted him. He has it's, it's he has true. needs, and those needs are our money. money. <laughs> yeah. We have not provided. He'll be money. back. He'll be back. They always yeah, come honest, back. Yeah, the last, we, back. Haven't, yeah. we haven't visited his shop in a while, and the last time we tried, we took his monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a bad track record right now? But yes. he doesn't know. If you uh, wanted to hear more about Omatep and his ridiculous life, you can go listen to that interview over at Tales of Adventure. A um, uh, little bit of how the sausage was gets made. I enjoyed doing that interview. It was a lot of fun. Um, but, of course, even when he is on other podcasts, he is an important <laughs> NPC. <sighs> Thank you all so much for listening. As always, the world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. I'm waving goodbye now. <laughs>